0: shallow plots my name is erica and i really like to watch horror movies
1: my name is katie and i really like to overanalyze things what are we overanalyzing today
0: today katie we are overanalyzing the purge yay yay from (laughs) 2013 uh directed by james James demonico beautiful yeah (laughs) um and you know what i would love for you to do the brief synopsis okay yeah Okay. Give us a brief synopsis of of the Purge, this world our beloved that we're, beloved series. This world we're about to dive into.
1: Yes. So the thing that everybody tends to know about the Purge yeah. is that it's a world where, in America, in the United States, the United States yeah. one day every year, mm-hmm. March twenty first, yes. all crimes become legal, including murder. <laughs> <laughs> so this particular film is like the fifth. Ish annual purge, maybe. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Um, depending on how quickly they got the purge up and running after their experimental purge. Right. And we mostly focus on the Sandin family as they try to just have a nice chill purge, but their son lets a injured man into their home. Right. And the people who are trying to kill that injured man show up yeah. and lots of bad things happen hilarity
0: ensues yeah yeah Yeah. um so we're kind of we're not kind of we are absolutely thrown in immediately into this sort of alternate reality and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people make the like makes like snide little comments like but is it an alternate reality isn't this the world we live in it's not we don't live in this world sorry um But we can see the parallels. We see parallels, absolutely. The movie is
1: not subtle about its messaging.
0: No, it's not. But see, here's the thing, is that this first movie comes out in 2013. And, like, can we all just take a moment of quiet reflection (laughs) to remember 2013? (laughs) Because 2013, I was having a great time. Like, Obama had been elected for a second term. We were in college. Uh, Things were great, you know? And then it's not really until 2016 that I think the parallels between what The Purge is doing and what our actual lives as people who live in the United States are like actually really become super obvious. Though I think it was
1: a lot of the, um, I think this movie came out of still the recession of 2008 Yeah, and a lot of, all of the war, yeah. Middle East yeah. stuff. A lot of economic stuff happening. And yeah. yeah. And they mentioned war too. Yeah. I do have a question about in the opening, sure. which will actually get us into our first topic. So our opening caption is that like explains the whole thing. Yes. is like America 2022. 2022. Yeah. Unemployment is at, is at 1%. Mm-hmm. Crime is at an all time low. Okay. Violence barely exists with one exception. My question is that like, Are we supposed to believe all of that or is that right? What's our,
0: how are we defining crime? Yeah. Who's, who, who's taking crime rate data? Yeah. Right. Um How who's are taking are we defining, unemployment data. Uh, yeah,
1: who's defining that data? Yeah, yeah. Is this information coming from the makers of the movie or is it coming from the new founding fathers of America, exactly. the ruling party in this so movie?
0: I actually so I misunderstood because I was I was when I was watching it, I saw like America 2022. Yeah. And I misunderstood. I thought that that was the year the purge started. Uh, was in 2022. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and then thinking about the world. And I was like, if the pandemic hadn't happened <laughs> would we have a purge but that timeline doesn't check out this yeah. this fictional kind of third party yeah. in us politics the nffa the new founding fathers of mm-hmm. america um they rise to power in their timeline around 2014 yeah. is what we found yeah. yeah um so that logic doesn't check out yeah. but i was really excited for a second <laughs> i was like what if the pandemic saved us from a world in which there's a purge. Oh, but no. no, no. Um, Yeah, so immediately, there's so much propaganda. Like, yes. we're just inundated with it yeah. from the beginning. And like, it, for the the entire 85-minute movie. Yeah,
1: and it makes you really wonder, particularly since we're seeing a lot of this film through the eyes of the Sandons, who are this pretty wealthy white family. Yeah. Like, how much everybody has bought into this propaganda. Yeah. How much they're just sort of going along with it. Right. Or how much they're
0: even able to have those moments of quiet reflection right and like actually really think about it because they do seem like media seems absolutely inundated constantly but see but this is the thing is that like something that you know when we like to talk about the universe this purge is supposed to be taking place in it's like what's the rest of the year like The fact is, is that The Purge, it's not even an entire day. It's actually 12 hours. It's like a night. It's a night. It's 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. Right. They very specifically want it to happen at night. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so it's not even a whole day. It's literally 12 hours. And so like the question that comes to mind that, you know, I think is probably best answered in the TV show in yes. in specifically the second season of the TV show is like what's the rest of the year yeah, look like they do
1: specifically yeah. look at it more um, but yeah. we're going to try to mostly keep to this movie right but Even it's going to be hard not to talk about the rest of it. Katie and
0: I are both really huge fans of this franchise. We're kind of
1: like the purge experts of the world, I yeah. think. So um, Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: definitely not an overstatement. Um,
1: <laughs> but nobody else wanted the job. Yeah, right. But we were like, we'll do it. <laughs> With a smile on our face. Um, yeah. I And yeah, I do wonder how much we are supposed to take it as a fact of this world. that, And I think if we do bring in the other media involved in this you Mm -hmm. know the other the tv series and the other movies then we know that um violence and crime actually do exist the rest of the year and like you know like the world isn't like a hunky dory you know yeah but i think there's still a lot of like wealth disparity yeah but i think we can see already signs of that in just this first one Mm -hmm, absolutely yeah because i mean just the fact that the purge still exists and still continues to exist like, is able to exist Mm -hmm. because, like, it only can because there's, like, this lower echelon of society, such as homeless people, Mm -hmm. as in this film, for, like, the privileged people to prey upon. Yeah. That is how The Purge exists. There's
0: definitely, like, a really, really defined, established aristocracy.
1: Yeah. 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 No. And it seems to me that, like, the people who... who, The people who are most likely to commit crimes, especially murder and violence, on Purge Night are the sort of people who we don't really think of as regularly committing crimes, or at least not those kind of crimes right. more like, you know, white collar crimes and wage theft and things like that, yeah. <laughs> you know? But, and then like the sort of people who perhaps we think of as like, as like needing to commit crimes because they're like poor and they're unemployed mm-hmm. and like, cause of circumstances, you yep. know, and needing to survive, like they still have to do that year round. Yeah. So like, how could the, Crime rates actually be lower. Be lower. Unless we're, like, reworking a definition of crime. Right, yeah. yeah. And also, how can the economy be better when, again, going to the TV show, we know that things like elderly people are selling themselves on purge night to be <laughs> yeah. murdered so that their family can survive. Right, And yeah. things like that, like... Yeah, so... Like, there's a reason why people are still robbing banks, and it isn't for the fun of it. Like, the only crime that is being done sort of, like, for the fun of it and for the sake of the purge is the murder, and that's the rich, wealthy, mostly white people. Is the
0: violent crime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing, is that, like, that's, I feel like the big part of this movie that everybody hangs on to is just, like, oh, one night a year where murder is legal. It's, like, no, literally everything is legal. And, like, yeah, murder is the most extreme understanding of legalized crime, you know? Yeah. But... There are so many other things, right? Like we see like when we we don't get to see it so much in this movie, mm-hmm. but throughout the rest of the franchise, when we're actually like get to see out on the streets during Purge Night, like there's so much stuff going on.
1: Yeah. There's so, so much
0: other crime. At the
1: same time, I do think murder is the one that they emphasize yeah. the, the new founding fathers. I mean, yeah. and their propaganda, because like we have the news. Like we have the news at some point talking about like America's problems and it's always like the economy was so bad and there was so much war, you know, Mm -hmm. which are like not individual issues caused by like individual aggression that the purge would help. Yeah. Like those are government choices and like systemic issues and like so like already we have a problem with what the NFFA is saying. But then the fact that they always emphasize all crimes, including murder, yeah. like they really want you. And the fact that we know from later movies, yeah. they actually send out like death squads to encourage to, murder. Yeah, yeah like we know that's yeah. like that is really what the purge is about is getting people to commit murders murder. and yeah. specifically getting you know, the wealthy, the privileged people to commit murder, the white people, the people they want in their society to commit murder because, like, they don't actually want theft. They don't want, like, piracy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't think they even want assault that, like, leaves people alive because then they would have to deal with, like, handicapped people and i don't think they want to do that no
0: probably not or
1: like unwanted pregnancies and things like they don't want to deal with that yeah well
0: and then i know that we're still talking about propaganda but like this nffa party is like pretty clearly like christian nationalists right yes and so you can kind of extrapolate what the rest of this world looks like on not purge night like there's probably not reproductive freedom no you know um so yeah we can talk about some of the weird
1: gender roles that are happening in this movie too yeah
0: do you have a particularly favorite piece of propaganda um there's so much i know there's so much i i do
1: i actually i do 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 you do you remember they have a a real criminologist Uh on the and he's like he has this thing where he's like this is what the purge detractors are going to say oh yes i i have in quotes purge detractors yes Yes. and he's like they always postulate that it's really about the elimination of the poor the needy and the sick when it's like yeah, they, he's, he's right. He's right. He's yeah. right. He's right. The movie is telling us right away yeah. that this is what it's actually about, you know, yeah. that The Purge is about targeting the people who can't defend themselves because they don't have money. Yeah. You know, the... the- he calls it the eradication of the so-called non-contributing members yes. of society, oh, yeah. ultimately unburdening the economy, economy.
0: Economy, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of economic things it's happening so here. much
1: economic yeah. things happening. And it's like an inherently like anti-socialist system. Very, <laughs> like, yeah. And the movie, yeah, the movie is just very straightforward. It's not subtle about it. But I, what I love about this criminologist yeah. is that he doesn't deny it either. No. He just goes on to say either way, crime is down. The economy is flourishing. He's like, yep. So he's like, even if that is true who cares who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's working yeah.
0: i'm just like dude and that's honestly yeah that's also when we start talking about these characters like that really wraps up my feelings about james too oh um, uh, yeah 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 my favorite piece of propaganda is uh there's a i think when mary is like watching tv you yeah. know when she's home and they're they haven't locked down yet it's not quite time but it's that night you know yeah um there's like a doctor on tv and if you see the little like scroll at the bottom they're like a doctor from john hopkins university so like this the what we consider like a trusted yeah. medical source like yeah like now if i see something come out of john hopkins university i'm gonna be like okay yeah this is a trustworthy source like i might give you know yeah. give it a little bit of a critical eye but overwhelmingly i'm gonna be like yeah, yeah. i got you so we've got this doctor from john hopkins university like offering medical advice about the benefits of purging and like and the benefits of having a purge night yeah right so like you know it's coming from everywhere it's like who do you trust do you trust the government they'll tell you it's
1: that yeah, the purge is a is good great. thing do
0: you trust doctors and the medical community they'll tell you it's a good and then thing, we also right? just
1: have like random people on the radio who are yes. like there's the the guy calling into the radio who like wants to have the whole thing about like the poor are the real victims. Yeah. And the radio guy's just like, We've all got our own opinions. That that's right? what makes this country great. Like, that's not a That's like a weird brush off. Yeah, that's not a
0: response to that very yeah. real concern. Um also I think that there, there's also a really important aspect of the propaganda and just like the inundation with like pro purge uh, talking points is that like the purge is also like widely televised. Yes. Like, people are watching like that's what Mary says when she's talking to her neighbor. She's like, we'll probably just, just stay and f- watch some purge events. Like, yeah. what's a purge event. Like, right. How have we how have we monetized the purge itself? Right. You know, and
1: I wonder if they are similar to the. You know, because at the beginning of the film, we get a bunch of little fast clips of yes. different crimes that are happening. Which I
0: think is like a super, really highly effective way of introducing us into this world. Like, yeah. This movie is an hour and a half.
1: I barely fucking do it.
0: And they pack it in there. Like when we talk about the characters, I think all of four of the main family characters are really well developed. Yeah. For only having an hour and a half. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, I
1: think part of it, which might be something that people don't like, is that it is actually kind of slow in a way to get to the violence it's of the of central family. Yeah. Like it takes half the movie to actually get to the point where like, you know, the boyfriend is shooting the dad yeah. and like, you know, the, the bloody stranger is here and yeah. like all
0: that stuff, you and know. Then the the purgers and the polite leaders yeah. show up. It takes a
1: while. But yeah. that's because it's really setting up this whole world and setting yeah. up these characters. And I think it I I don't think it's slow. I think it's done really well, but I could see maybe that being a complaint,
0: right? And there's like there's something to be said about a good slow burn. I know, you know,
1: yeah, Um, it's setting up. It's like, oh, maybe this family will be safe, but we know they won't. (laughs) So So, what will happen?
0: (laughs) I really, really like just the initial like opening credits with like the CCTV footage, yeah, of of things happening on Purge Night, people getting beaten up, like people setting fires, yeah, um, murder, you know, of course, and it's just like, yeah, this is probably like everywhere mm-hmm. you know like the morning news probably covers this the day after and like, oh yeah honestly the question a big question that remains for me is like what is the day after the purge like
1: yes that is one thing because one thing we do get is because the the ending credits yes. are also really good because they have some they do like radio yeah. and whatever newscasters talking yeah. and about the, the por- and one yeah. thing that they mentioned about the aftermath math is that once again the markets you know the stock market is open and yes. everything's up yeah. because of gun sales and like security system yeah. sales <laughs> and it's like this great thing and it was like the purge most successful purge so many murders yeah, and it's, it's almost so like, much good economy yeah it's almost
0: like we have the, the this world is like a wartime economy when there's no war yeah it's like the war is in the united states yeah
1: because the goal is i think for the nffa yeah i think the goal is money
0: absolutely yeah
1: and to and also genocide
0: right yeah and those are tied together and like their understanding what what does the the character say um unproductive members of so- non-contributing <laughs> non-contributing members contributing of society. so yeah. yeah um you know they'll they'll have their own definition of what a non-contributing yes. member of society is right yeah um and create some scapegoats mm-hmm. like everyone always does like this yeah. isn't specific to the united states right yeah um and when especially in times of you know economic hardship or you know something like a pandemic or war like xenophobia just like runs
1: yeah. through the roof yeah right and it seems like the nffa have found a way to like keep that yeah keep perpetually it. going yeah which is really interesting yeah so yeah of our characters yeah of the sand family yeah how into The Purge do you think they are? Right. Because like, to- they do seem like they're set up as a more, I don't know if "liberals" the white right word to use, but like less bought in than their neighbors.
0: Yeah. I, that's what I was kind of asking myself as I was rewatching it. And, you know, I've seen this movie many times, mm-hmm. but on the rewatch for this recording, I think I, I think I enjoyed it the most because I feel like with the rest of the purge franchise, I have felt like the the original Purge from twenty thirteen is maybe my least favorite entry. Yes. Um, but I didn't really feel that way this time. I was like, man, I'm having so much fun. Like there's really so much happening in this movie. I know. You know?
1: I definitely enjoyed it more this time than I have in the past.
0: Yeah, totally. So I was, yeah, kinda asking myself, like, to what extent do they really believe in this idea of the purge, that the purge actually does a service, you mm-hmm. know? And I just think, like, with James, Ethan Hawke's character, it's like, it doesn't matter. He can't afford not to.
1: Well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. His wealth, yeah. his livelihood yeah. is tied into the purge, tied into selling security systems. For
0: 12 hours of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, like, the big thing that he announces to his family is that, like, you know, he had the most sales. His division did the best. Yeah, blah, he's blah, getting blah. a big bonus. Yeah. 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 Yay, purge. Yeah. yeah. So, I think. But at the yeah. same time. Mm -hmm. him and Mary like they have that talk with their son Charlie where he's like why don't you guys purge though then if purge is a good thing yeah Yeah. and you know he's like oh well we just we don't feel the need to and if we did we would Yeah. yeah and he's like yeah But I love the way he said it, because he's like, and yes, I mean, if we did feel so uh, inclined, then uh, perhaps your mother and I would. uh." Like, he's so, like, equivocating about it. Such a dad. You know? (laughs) But at the same time, like, well, on one hand, he's like, I don't need to do it. On the other hand, he's like, it works. Right, yeah.
0: And I feel like you can kind of see him like waiver like yeah he's saying this to his son charlie it's just like but do you are you really buying this James? i know and
1: i think he because then he starts to do the the traditional talking points where it's like you don't know how bad it was, how before. Bad it was. you yeah. were a kid you don't remember yeah. the economy yeah. there was so much poverty yeah. there was yeah. so much war and on the same hand we know that he has that line where he's like we were struggling to pay rent now we're looking to buy a boat yeah so it's like was the economy bad or was like is he now Is in the an, economy actually better now, or is it just you who are in a better position now? Right. Like the the
0: economic growth that comes out of a world where there's a purge, right? Yeah. Um, yeah like explosion in gun sales, yeah. explosion in also like protective equipment, like security yeah. systems, you know, yeah. things like that. It's like, yeah, you're just like in this. Uh, e- like, if you step back and think about it, how, like, explosive this economy is because like what what do we say that like this is this purge is taking place and like probably the fifth or sixth annual purge yeah so there is a almost overnight economy growing as a result of the purge yeah which james is in the middle of and is is benefiting benefiting greatly from yeah yeah so i don't he he to me he's a maybe but like he can't afford not
1: to and i know that over and over and i think he gets interesting with like how quickly he does actually like he does actually kind of back up his words in the sense that he does like, yeah, I will start c- being violent, <laughs> and he does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he kills but. a couple
0: people, he really yeah, does, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and maybe we'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit more later, but
0: but then, of course, like another aspect of this film is that, like it is also essentially a home invasion thriller, yeah, and so, and he's
1: the he's the dad,
0: he's the dad in this family whose home is being invaded, so like, yeah, I totally get it,
1: yeah. He's going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then but yeah. that's where we really start to see Mary, his wife, how much yeah. she buys in, which I think is not as much. Much less. Yeah. I think she's fine saying it and like, oh, I, you know, I'll yeah. put out the flowers yeah. with the little flag to show that we're supporters yeah. or whatever. And like, I'll talk the talk. But yeah, the moment things get violent, she is out. Yeah. She's not into it.
0: Well, and then, you know, again, I wonder with this world where the political party with the most power the nffa like what is it like to be a woman in this world i you know yeah like does she even still have the right to vote
1: Mm. like i have thought about that because i think one interesting thing yeah like i do think there's still there's like this increased establishment of like traditional family values very much yeah. and we definitely see that in things where it's like james he yeah he still has to be the man he gets the gun he goes out to find zoe you know even though it's like Like, Mary even points out, like, Henry is trying to kill you specifically, James. Yes. He's trying to kill you specifically. So maybe I should go out and find our daughter. Maybe that would be the safer choice. And he's just like, no, No. because you are a woman and these are my kids. And blah. Yeah. And so, like, they get really shoved in these, like, domestic roles. But I do wonder... To their detriment. I could see how that could benefit the NFFA. But I could also see that being... I don't know. Because then you have less women agreeing with the purge you have less women participating in the purge so mm-hmm. like at a certain point you g- try to get that propaganda machine going to be like okay woman you got to be the mama bears who like protect your home right like do you start to build that up and also like it's also important for women to purge they also have i mean yeah in a lot of christian nationalism mm-hmm. and like of this kind of christianity like women are full of sin so yeah. like how don't they also have to purge Maybe more so. Yeah. Yeah. Though often it's a different type of sin. And this is more like the aggression type of sin. So I don't really know. But it does. I do wonder. And I do feel like in later movies, we actually do see less of a gender divide than we see in this one. Like we see more women out there purging. Yeah.
0: I think. And we. Well. And, you know, also, again, like we do want to focus on this film. But like if we do look at the entire franchise in election year. There's a woman running for president trying to Yeah, and she fucking wins and spoiler, she does win, right? Yeah. Um, and then we also see it in the movie The First Purge. Yes. Where like there are there's one woman, and I literally just watched this movie the other day and I cannot remember her name. But yeah, she's like the main again, like purge detractor. She's like at demonstrations, like just Speaking truth to power, like, they're doing this to, yeah. you know, get rid of our, you know, impoverished communities, like, don't buy into it, don't take their money, you know. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, women in and, this franchise overall
0: do have a voice and a place,
1: but, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wonder how they changed their propaganda about that, Yeah, no, ffi Right. And because, I mean, another interesting aspect of the gender is how much this movie, like, this whole series, really, doesn't actually want to touch on sexual yeah. violence and how much that would be such a thing in you The Purge. You know perch. it's a thing. And that's, that's another thing. Thing. They touch we on t- it a little bit later in the later movies and yeah, in the TV absolutely. show.
0: But again, that's the thing is like we get these like probably zombie statistics, right? right. About like it, crime being low. And it's like, well, if sexual assault is no longer considered a crime. Yeah. Ever.
1: Right. And I think that is brought up in one of the TV series. Okay. I think they do talk about that. Yeah then
0: all of the sudden like you know how how much of our our like crime rate is because of sexual assault or other kinds of assault and if that's just not illegal ever not just on purge night but literally yeah. ever then yeah the crime rates are going to be low yeah if yeah less
1: things are illegal and especially <laughs> if we're thinking of these like traditional value things and it's like the sort of crime that happens in the home what's yeah. happening with that
0: yeah um, listen to our Jew-Own episode for, for more about those thoughts. Um, Yeah, so I don't think Mary's really bought into it. I don't either. I think, I think
1: she was ready to sort of do the wealthy liberal thing of yeah. being like, well, I don't necessarily approve of it, but not do anything about it because yeah. she knows she benefits from it. Yeah,
0: she does. Yeah, her she is still benefiting greatly from this, yeah. right? She's got, like, that's the whole thing is that her and James just added a whole addition onto their home, mm-hmm. right? And... Yeah, like, she has a a pretty comfortable life. Yeah. You know? Um, And as for
1: their children... Yeah. Charlie clearly does not buy in. He's not buying in. Which is... Yeah, he's a child. We want things to be right and just when we're children. And for some reason, we're told that the world actually can't be that way and things can't be fair. And it's, like, considered... I don't know, stupid to keep holding on to the it, idea that things yeah. could be just and good idealistic in the world. Idealistic
0: an, as an insult. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's very idealistic, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't know if Charlie's really buying into it. Also, Charlie seems to have a lot of anxiety, which yeah. I could imagine, I could see general yeah. anxiety just going through the roof, especially yeah. around when, when the purge comes yeah. around.
1: yeah, right? yeah. And then Zoe is harder to pin down because she does just sort of seem like teenage girl. Yeah. I was like dissatisfied by everything. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think, uh, I think with Zoe and Charlie that they just like don't fully understand. And how could you? The, how deep the tendrils yeah. go for the purge and how could they, They're children. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they understand well enough to know and it's like, what they
1: believe. And I just sort of think of them growing up with the purge with it happening around the same time that we grew up with like, the internet and technology becoming such a pervasive part of our lives. Right, yeah. Where, like, when we were kids, we didn't have computers. No, I, my family, we didn't get
0: internet until 2007, until yeah. I was in high school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and I feel like it's kind of that same vibe of, like, this change happened so... It's weird because it was like really quick, but really slow but at the same. also gradual. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I imagine that it was similar like that with The Purge where it's like, oh, these people are coming to power. Oh, they did this weird experiment in this one place, you know, like, oh, now we're doing and then The it, Purge. And then it but kinda you're like kind of kinda seems... too young to really be a participant in it. So it's like, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does kind of seem, again, having just watched The First Purge, that's the name of the film, um, which is really confusing. Because then the first movie of is, the Purge franchise is called The Purge. So if you want to
1: watch The First, the Purge, first Purge or The First Purge, you don't know.
0: They mentioned that it's part of the in The First Purge where, you know, they're like, OK, so that experiment in Staten Island is over. And like some state governments seemed interested in, in yeah. implementing it next the next year. I know. So, I, yeah, I wonder if it's kind of gradual, like some states got in on it. And, and like then maybe it became national states ratified it that it became federal
1: yeah we do know it's, it becomes an amendment it's like the 28th amendment or something in the constitution so it gets like yeah. ratified so somehow more, yeah Cause, Countrywide. because uh that's part of what charlie rowan does when she becomes president it's like a big deal that she like repeals yeah the 28th amendment
0: well it's fucking hard to repeal an amendment i know i think we've only ever done it once
1: yeah honestly the yeah. fact that she was able to do that within like one presidency <laughs> yeah one
0: two-term president yeah that's pretty interesting. honestly charlie yeah. wow yeah <laughs> Um, And then, so that's the family, right? But then, of course, we also have the polite leader. And, like, yeah, he fucking loves The Purge.
1: He's so excited about The Purge. Yeah. I think other than the family and our bloody stranger, who is very much the main victim of The Purge. Yeah. He's, everybody he's, else.
0: Like, he's basically, like, a one-person, like, a personification
1: Yes, <laughs> of, of the people
0: who are, who are who victimized are, on Purge. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I think, like, literally everybody else that we see in this movie is, like purge, 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 purge. <laughs> but I actually think that we're going to be a little weird yeah, and get into a literary corner kind of I mean, really quickly. It's
0: our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So literary corner. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this because, yes. you know, you want to do your literary corner on like the word purge and what that means. Um, I was like, yeah, I love it because I was thinking that when I was rewatching this. I was just like, huh,
1: the word purge is interesting choice is very specifically chosen. So I'm so excited. I do like because in its most basic form, it means to like get rid of something specifically something unwanted. Yeah. So we can already see how it's being used in the sense of yeah. like getting rid of the unwanted people of society the or members, yeah. getting rid of our unwanted violent urges so that we can be peaceful members the rest of the year. You know, um, it does come from the Latin word meaning to purify just by the way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Cause isn't that like one of the chants of like purge and purify?
1: Yeah. yeah, Purge and purify, yeah. which is like basically the same thing over and over again, but yeah. you know, whatever. But um, I, I kind of did want to look at more specific uses because purge has What is your first thought when you think of the word purge?
0: Honestly, binging and purging.
1: I know. Food. Me too. And actually, when you like just sort of, I always have to stop myself when I want to just see like what fans are saying on like Reddit or Tumblr and I'm like, the purge. And then it's like, oh. Eating eating disorders. Eating disorders. Eating disorders. That's not what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I know. And I wonder about eating disorders in this world where the purge means that. But I mean, another, I think, major use of the term purge is in politics. Uh-huh. Where it's like removing, it's an act of removing, often through exile or execution, those the people in power have deemed undesirable. So, like, that's really more like what the purge in this movie is doing. So, like, for our historical examples, Stalin, known for his purges, especially the Great Purge of, yep. like, the 1930s. Yep. He was targeting his political opponents and... Also like artists and intellectuals and religious leaders and certain immigrant groups, which also comes up in the later purge films. Also,
0: I mean, if if we're talking about the like our actual history of purging um, Jewish people. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout history. Yeah. 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 Throughout.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, And actually in Nazi Germany, Mm -hmm. we also had the Night of the Long Knives, which was when Hitler purged within his own Nazi party. He purged like the whole SA Brown shirt. Mm -hmm. paramilitary organization Mm -hmm. you know so like in order to like solidify his own own power power. so it's like an act of solidifying your own power by getting rid of your political opponents which we see in like the purge election year Mm -hmm. but it's also an act of like yeah purging immigrants purging Mm -hmm. jewish people purging other religious groups people. Um, people. yeah i mean in america mccarthyism we Mm -hmm. had you know the twins red scare and lavender scare Mm -hmm. which was specifically about getting rid of communist influence and queer people in the government
0: and then we also think about in government and then um what do we what do we call it like being being blacklisted
1: yeah right so
0: even people who work in industries outside of politics yeah like hollywood yeah being affected Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah and I don't know. Yeah, I'm just sort of like mentioning all this because I think the purge of this film is, even though they like to put it in all this language of like this very like individual getting rid of your own violence yeah. to make this a better society. It's like an inherent inherently political action that they're doing.
0: Absolutely. You know? Yeah. We see propaganda in the later films. This is like purging is American.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Purge also has a specific meaning in law. Oh, it means to clear oneself of guilt or to no longer be guilty of contempt. So like it's a matter of like clearing a contempt charge. So like if you were like supposed to appear at court and you didn't or Mm -hmm. like you were supposed to pay a certain amount of like child support and you didn't, Mm -hmm. you would then do like an apology to the court and you would pay a fine and that would be like a purge of contempt. But I I, so it's like a very kind of specific meaning. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's interesting just for how it highlights our construction of guilt In, like, American law Mm -hmm. and, like, society in general, like, Mm -hmm. what is criminal is a decision that society makes and can really easily become uncriminal through, for example, paying money, (laughs) (laughs) right? Or by, you know, paying homage to the people in power by apologizing to the court, you know, like, it's a transitory state, just like it is in this film, Mm -hmm. where we have this one night where everything is, where nobody is a criminal anymore. Mm -hmm. Except I do wonder about actual criminals who are in jail. Are they just released on...
0: I have a thought about that. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll hold that then. We'll hold it, yeah.
1: But yeah, so like under certain circumstances, certain crimes can be like excused or forgiven. And of course, as we see in this film, crimes are more easily forgiven when they're committed by people with power and money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's how the purge functions. Or like just
0: less prosecuted in the first place well yeah that too
1: that too and then we can think about we'll talk about this more when we get more into the polite leader and the bloody stranger but just sort of the idea about how we have people who are like permitted to purge and people who are permitted only to be the victim of purging yeah yeah and then i think the other big use of purge actually found i'm going to do a big quote from my good old friend miriam webster
0: Okay. And just to get into Miriam Webster's defines. Yes. <laughs>
1: okay. But just because I was sort of thinking about like the kind of more like spiritual moral ideas of the purge, because that's obviously a big deal in this film. Yeah,
0: because this is a Christian nationalist society. That's yeah. what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And Miriam Webster, I think, just had a good little summary of this sort of idea. Um, it's in some cultures, a ritual bath or prayer is performed mm-hmm. to purge guilt or evil spirits. Mm-hmm. The Minoans of ancient Crete may have used human sacrifice as a way of purging the entire community, which is fine for the community, but rough on the victims. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Miriam. Oops, yeah. um, in many cultures, people periodically purge themselves physically, that is, clean out their digestive tracts by taking strong laxatives. Okay. This used to be a popular springtime ritual, uh, and herbal purgatives were readily available. Yeah, And I especially wanted to highlight that last part because um, notably, this is a spring holiday um it's and
0: evening of the 21st march 21st yeah it's
1: like the vernal equinox the yeah it's,
0: it's it's literally when spring starts yeah
1: because the flower the blue baptisia yeah. Yeah. um Sounds this like is actually baptism well that's what first got me into yeah. it and it does come from that same idea it means like to dip or to submerge oh okay yeah. um but the other name for it is false indigo so if you're anybody listening is familiar with false indigo it is actually a like a north american especially midwestern plant mm. that blooms in the spring it's It's a springtime plant it's an american plant Mm. well it's called false indigo this isn't really relevant but it's called false indigo because like indigenous people used it as a dye but it wasn't you know the nice european indigo so but it also has historically been used as like a purgative purgative oh purgative?
0: to purge your digestion yeah
1: food. oh so i think that's why that flower was specifically chosen really it's like it's a north american flower yeah. it's a purgative is it purgative or purgative i hate language i hate pronouncing things but I also just let me love read too yeah yeah um, and it's a spring flower yeah. so yeah so let's talk more about spring
0: here's the thing right it's like we're living under this christian nationalist regime right yes and like what immediately came to my mind when i found out when the purge was right? yes i was like Oh, spring cleaning. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like getting rid of, you know.
1: Exactly. And I think that's. we
0: decide we don't need.
1: That's the same with the, like, yeah. what I was just saying with that Miriam Webster quote, um, quote about, like, ritual baths and prayers yeah. performed to, like, get rid of our evil spirits and guilt, you know, as, yeah. like, the spring purging ourselves with laxatives yeah. in the spring it's so, that same cleaning out to get and ready it's like
0: that whole idea of like rebirth like winter's over everything's coming back to life
1: and to get pagan for and a second born, oh oh the paganism yeah. like th- i mean specifically what i thought of right away were all of those like I think they're called like rising and dying deities, like resurrection deities, Uh and specifically ones associated with spring, like Persephone, who is the deity who goes to the underworld Mm -hmm. during the winter and then comes back to the living world in the spring. You know, and then we also have that um, probably not actually historical because the Romans like to lie a lot about Celtic people, Mm -hmm. but the idea of like the Wicker Man ceremony, which is the idea that like yeah somebody was burned alive as a sacrifice. To get those ashes, to get the crops growing. Because, yeah, again, we end the winter. Yeah. And then we do something to celebrate the new spring. So we get rid of all the old and we bring in the new spring cleaning.
0: And, of course, we, you know, there is obviously the Christ aspect of Christ being resurrected and reborn. He's
1: also arising. Yeah. In the spring. Right. Yeah. Um, Easter.
0: Easter. But that's the thing is that, like. I would think eventually, okay, March 21st, like Easter, that holiday's on a lunar calendar. Yeah. But like eventually, if the purge goes no. on long enough, no. would the purge ever fall on Easter?
1: I don't think so. Okay. So the I actually looked up how Easter works. Sure. I don't it's know meant to be works. held on the first Sunday following the full moon of the spring equinox. Got it. Okay. So it's actually it done by the equinox. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's a chance, but generally the equinox happens on either the 20th or the 21st. And purge is pretty much always on. Is always on the twenty first. So Easter is always going to be the Sunday after. Gotcha. And like I think Passover, I think that timing is very specific. I think so because that is also an act of out with the old, in with new. Yeah, Yeah. clearing out all the old, gross people we don't want in our society. Yeah, you know. But also, you know, clearing out our sins in the same way that Jesus like died for our sins or whatever, and then was
0: resurrected, and then we
1: get to start fresh in our new year as a purified person.
0: If we continue to think about Easter, it's like like so many other christian holidays like just bastardized paganism right Right. so it's like i feel like the nffa really had an opportunity here to like divorce christianity from like the paganism that it's so intertwined with in our reality yeah and they don't take it
1: i think it's more effective to not because it shows that you completely wiped out that previous thing because it's yours now
0: Right. Yeah. And, you know, anyone like me who would be like, no, well, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah you're not living in the purge world. Come yeah, on. Yeah, you're
0: no. dead by now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or I have done whatever I needed to do to survive. Yeah. Including purging. Yeah. Those thoughts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See what yeah. I did there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So that was actually the extent of my literary corner. It's a I very it. short little tiny one. Yeah. Because we have so much to fucking say. But I think it's a good setup for all of our themes that we're going to be talking about, which is that, like, you know, the idea of it being a very political thing. Yeah. The idea of it being, you know, this, like, a construct of criminality and, like, what is and is not. And then the idea of all of this religious stuff that I think maybe we should just talk a little bit more about now. Yeah.
0: Well, and also the fact that so much of this, these themes are so distinctly... American, as yes. in from the United States. Yeah, this
1: whole little category in my notes, I just called it America slash Christianity slash guns. Guns. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, so many
0: fucking guns. Um, which is so crazy, because there's so many ways to kill people. I like, know. If murder is what they want, there's so many things, so many ways.
1: Well, I think that's part of what makes this so American. But should we talk about the Christianity first or Absolutely. the guns first? Honestly, they kind of go hand in hand.
0: Right, so let's talk about the Christian nationalism first. Can I, yeah. can I give my little... Um,
1: definitely Your turn easier. to go to Merriam-Webster. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my turn. Uh,
0: this is just straight up from Wikipedia. I yeah. don't actually know where Wikipedia got. I need to give Wikipedia money. So uh, just super quick, let's define nationalism. Nationalism is an identification with one's own nation and support of its interests, especially to the exclusion or detriment of the interests of other nations. Mm-hmm. Specifically in this case, in Purge World, that is... The people within the nation mm-hmm. being used as scapegoats for the government's interest
1: yeah and then, absolutely,
0: so we just make it Christian nationalism by having one of the interests of the nation be. Christianity, yes, basically. So Christian nationalism is. There's all kinds of religious nationalism. Like there's Hindu nationalism. Mm -hmm. There's Jewish nationalism. There's yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's just religious nationalism specifically for Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, in which the end goal is to achieve an absolute Christian theocracy within Mm -hmm. the society and government. Right. So, uh, separation church and state, nah, not a thing here. Right. Um, and the idea, especially for American Christian nationalism, um. Is that America as a country, the U.S. as a country, is defined by Christianity. Yes. Like, it's roots in Christianity.
1: And it sure is. That's... Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> That's yeah. just true. Yeah. Um, um, but it's especially true in this purge world. Yes. Where we always have, like, in that opening, that opening caption, it ends with, Blessed be the new founding fathers for letting us purge and cleanse our souls. Blessed be America, a nation, nation reborn. reborn. And it's like... It's that very specific American Christian nationalist thing yeah. of like kind of couching ourselves in this religious and specifically Christian language. Yes, but like our actual faith is towards then, America itself and, at the same time.
0: And then doing the most unChristian things. I mean, just yeah, like, thou shalt not kill, and if, all that. If but. these people knew, fucking anything about the teachings of jesus christ well yeah but i mean i think even but so much like so much
1: american christianity is used to that sort of hypocrisy very much like christ because christianity in this sense is our american nationalism is our Christian. like they are in service of each other yeah and so if we need to wiggle one of them to make the other one fit better then we'll wiggle that one is definitely how it works
0: yeah, it's so In this int- film. It's so interesting because like what I understand about the figure that is Jesus. Yeah. Right. And like what I understand of his messaging is like Jesus is a fucking hippie. Dude. Yeah. Like he's like destroying banks and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like he's hanging out with sex workers and yeah. poor people and yeah. people who are disabled. Like Jesus is super chill.
1: Yeah. It's all very not purge.
0: Yeah. Very unpurge. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's when the nationalist part of right. it comes in. And that's yeah.
1: why. yeah. So every purge can end with, may God be with you all right. e- because we're taking the moral high ground. Yes. I think one of my favorite kind of like images in the film for this specific idea is um, before the neighbors kill... Because the neighbors come in and, like, mm-hmm. save the family. Yeah. But it's because it's they want to kill them. Yeah. And, like, but before they get around to killing them, they all, like, stand together and pray, kind of like they're saying grace yeah. before a meal. Yeah. And it's, like, they're blessing America, and they're blessing the NFFA. And we also see
0: that with the purgers, like they are kind of taking this and the, what the polite leader says is like, it is almost like a religious experience. Yes. For them. Yeah. Cause
1: it's meant to be, it's or at least be. the NFFA is using religion to fuel yeah. their goals with the purge. Cause yeah. Cause then we even have that news report Over the credits in the end, Mm -hmm. talking about how like there are hundreds gathered in Times Square doing a public vigil because they're thanking all of those who were killed last night for for their their sacrifice. sacrifice. And it's yeah. So it's this idea of like we can make this feel okay to us by making this something that is like religiously right. And therefore it is morally right without actually thinking about it and without actually, you know, yeah, thinking about Jesus (laughs) taking
0: into account what Christ actually taught <laughs> and beyond <Yeah. laughs>
1: that without actually thinking about what we would feel good doing and like what we think is morally right, right yeah. because like you know we can have Charlie save this boy this kid who you know quote-unquote doesn't know better yeah. saving somebody who's in danger yeah. and his whole family is just like no that was the wrong thing to do yeah. that's not what you do like it's like a moral failing that this boy did when it was like clearly the right thing right. ethically yeah because it's so corrupted this idea of Christianity, Christian nationalism has so corrupted the morals of this society. Yeah. But so let's
0: talk about guns. You yeah. Talk about guns.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that's also in a weird way tied into the Christian nationalism stuff and definitely tied into the idea that this is a very USA, right, US that the, American movie. That the
0: Second Amendment, that all of the amendments are like Americans, God given rights. Yes. Including the Second Amendment. Like, uh, like God wants me to have guns. Yes. Yes.
1: And I just really got that in like okay. the the opening <laughs> montage that you were talking about yeah. that you really like. Most of those montages include guns. Yeah. Most of them. Not all of them. Like occasionally we'll get like a bat or a fist or something yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, you know, just blood and we don't really know what's going on. But like it always goes back to guns Yeah, in a way that just feels very preoccupied with gun violence in the way that it only could be if it was made in America. In the United States. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to the idea of how like. We set out our special blue flowers with our little American flags in the vase, too, because this is about celebrating what makes America great, Mm -hmm. you know, and like gun violence or excuse me, the right to bear arms is like what makes America great. So then we have even this sort of like more bougie liberal family having this full case of guns, including like an assault rifle. Or whatever. I don't fucking know how guns work. I think it's a rifle or shotgun or whatever. Yeah. Um, But, but like, the sort of family who you wouldn't think would normally have, like, any guns in their house. Like, maybe one just for protection if they really felt like they needed it. But, like, certainly not that kind of casual.
0: Which is is what happens, like, on Purge Night after they lock down. James does get a gun. Yeah. Just, like, a little revolver. Yeah, just for protection. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and then he goes back later for the big gun. The good good shit, yeah. But then, it, yeah, because then it becomes this thing... In the way what I'm talking about it being tied into the Christian nationalism, we have, like, the neighbor Grace talking about how, like, we'll be better people. You'll sacrifice yourselves to make this world better. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's time for us to do our duty as Americans, she says, right before she is going to kill some children. Yeah, right. (laughs) And, like, like, that is what your duty as an American is, is to, like... (laughs) kill children
0: it's it's such like this weird amalgamation of collectivism and individualism yeah it's like i'm doing it to purge myself as an individual which will then serve the whole society collective nation
1: yeah Yeah. there's that one guy who's on the radio who's like i lost my two sons last night Mm. yeah i i was a proud american yeah but not anymore this country has taken everything from me Mm -hmm. and it just really do you know that um It's like a tweet or a Tumblr meme that's like, I never thought leopards would eat my face. Sobs woman who voted for the leopards eating people's faces party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It's just like, I felt very like, like, oh, I was a proud American and I totally supported gun violence and I totally supported, you know, the purge until until I got got. I personally was affected by it. And now fucking now I'm not a proud American anymore. And and like it's Um, the country's fault i
0: have it right here like what the rules are on purge night with weapons oh sure yeah yeah
1: because i don't really mm.
0: right so it's kind of confusing so i actually found some of this information um from a cinema blend article okay thank you cinema blend um because they say weapons of class four and lower are cleared for usage on purge night so uh, only class five weapons are outlawed. So apparently, weapons have five classes. Okay, class five weapons are um, most likely to like include. Explosives or like any other kind of weapon of mass destruction. Right. Um, and so, according to cin- the Cinema Blend article, they say it like so that the carnage can be kept nice and personal. Mm.
1: Right.
0: Um, even though we do see in the movie The First Purge, we do see people using explosives. But to be fair,
1: that was before I think all the it, rules were fully well, yeah, established. Yeah, it was the first purge. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, uh, and I think, I feel like I saw somewhere else talking about how another thing that then would be outlawed would be like um, biological weapons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess
1: that goes with the mass destruction thing. Yeah.
0: Um, also, by the way, if you break any of the rules of Purge Knight, do you know what the punishment is?
1: I. It's death.
0: Specifically death by hanging.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Um. So, we, yeah, we, we don't really... We know that, like, class five weapons would be, like, weapons of mass destruction, bioweapons, nuclear weapons, that yeah. kind of thing. So, basically, anything lower than that is like good to go yeah right so, so you like, get out
1: your flamethrower yeah, like
0: there's people with tanks yeah
1: which is wild
0: yeah um again like what is this economy <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: buying all these tanks don't got money for food <laughs> yeah right um
0: uh you know there's like automatic Not weapons imagine how, machine wow. guns
1: I was going to say, how are the farms surviving through all this violence? But there are less people out where the farms are. They're probably not seeing a lot of violence. Right.
0: That's another aspect of this entire universe in this franchise is just like, OK, so we've really well established what like cities and suburbs are like. Yeah. But what is rural?
1: Which I guess United is sort of what States the forever like. purge tried to touch kind on a little of, bit, but not enough.
0: I don't think because really then
1: they went that. to the city pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Because there's just so much to explore in this world. There really is. Which is why I think it's a series that would really benefit from having even more writers involved in it. Yeah. Which is what happened with The Forever Purge and The First Purge is that those were different. People, right? Really involved I think in it. um, Demonico
0: was still like a producer. Like, yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still involved. I think but... he also wrote some scripts, but he he hasn't directed the last couple. Yeah. What I think is very apt criticism of this film is that we've got this world where there's a purge, and mm-hmm. like we immediately understand that this is uh, to target. People who are unhoused, you know, um, people of color, all that stuff. And we focus on this, like, white nuclear family. They're, like, the the most bougie family (laughs) you could possibly find. Um, Because we do. We have this, like, white nuclear family. We have a mom and a dad. They're the sort of people...
1: They're the sort of people who have a fridge with a little wood panel in front of it, so it looks like all of their other cabinets, but you open it, and it's a fridge. That is, like, ultimate peak bougie to oh, me. Oh, wow,
0: okay. That's I'm so wealthy. I'm not even aware of such a thing, yeah. so that shows you where yeah. I'm at.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Also, the other peak bougie part was also when they were having dinner, and they're like, oh, this was really good. And she's like, not, not one, one car. And I was I'm like, like Mary,
0: that's literally impossible. <laughs> it's literally impossible, but okay. But okay, you buy into that, girl. Okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) um so yeah so we've got this married couple james and mary Mm -hmm. and obviously james is the breadwinner right yes
1: and mary's the housewife who is wearing heels for a long time right yeah so, I think every time except for when she's on the treadmill working out because she's got to keep it fit for her husband she's
0: got to keep it fit but also I could imagine her because like that's after lockdown right like yeah. I could imagine she's having some nervous energy <laughs> and like running on the treadmill for a half hour like a really healthy way yeah to like shake off that nervous energy that's true and we see her have like a glass of red wine with dinner but like we don't see her yeah actually she's like, handling things for like him. we do with housewives in these kinds of yeah. movies where like we might see them like take a pill or like yeah. drink a significant amount like she has one glass of wine with yeah her, and she so seems does james
1: she seems like satisfied with her role yeah, yeah. with her very traditional gendered role yeah. where she is like the mo- and she actually also does seem to have a good relationship with her kids she does which yeah. often i feel like in these movies maybe she wouldn't or there'd be some tension there yeah and there's a bit of tension between james and his daughter zoe but that's mostly just where the boyfriend is involved and in, i think like- there's
0: because I think once we meet Mary, we've met Mary, and then, like, the creepy robotic doll oh, comes God. in, right? And Mary knows that the, it's Charlie's, right? And she yells at it like it's Charlie, yeah. right? And so, like, okay, so you know that your kid's weird, but you don't seem that phased by it, you just don't like it when it sneaks up on you and yeah. scares you. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Um which seems like a cool supportive what? Well. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, her son made this cool electronic creepy thing. It's yeah, like that's, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's also really supportive when he tells his story. She's like, oh that's sweet, honey. That's sweet, nice. Yeah. <laughs> she's like very supportive. Nice, Go wash up for dinner kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um But they're just so rich.
0: They're so rich. And it seems like in only until very recently have they become so So rich rich. like they were at least it seems like they've been pretty well off for a while Mm -hmm. but then like that's what happens you know with the the neighbors at the end right Right. they're they're upset they're like you guys made so much money off of us and like there is like this weird class thing i know you guys are like
1: they all live in the same neighborhood yeah so you're all doing great
0: yeah and they're like you're with their expansion their mm-hmm. house expansion they're like you're flaunting your wealth in our face and like you got that money from us and, and it's like, like
1: yeah okay and you got that money in exchange for a service like your house is safer on purge night yeah i don't know that's what else. How that's how, how the fucking works Supply i don't and demand. fucking like what so though also yeah this isn't really related, but also okay. So they're wealthy enough to have like boat. They're looking at boats. Oh, they're they're spending boats. part of purge night yeah. looking at boats, yeah. which is just like wow. That is a very different purge experience for most people, for most I imagine. People. Yeah. But also, you never thought to buy, build like a, a safe room, like a panic room. Seriously, where's like your they fucking have a panic room? room? Yeah, where's your fucking panic room? Seriously. That's anyway. Yeah, that's buy that that's instead of a like, fucking boat. Yeah. Um but I guess they're maybe they're pretty new to being wealthy. They haven't quite figured out they're how new, to be nouveau riche. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we need a boat, but we don't need a security system that works. No, because well and also like don't they live in a gated community? I think or they at least live in a very a very nice I mean he has that thing about like things like this aren't supposed to happen in our neighborhood. Our, yeah. And like when he does hear gunshots, he's like, Oh, that's probably just someone, you know, firing off a few rounds before they go hunting. Yeah. He's not like like he's like, things don't happen in our community because he seems even though he won't like out loud acknowledge it he seems to at least in the back of his mind be very aware that like like even if he would never say oh yeah the purge is definitely because we want to eliminate all the poor people yeah, yeah, yeah. he's very aware that the purge is, does not exist to target wealthy people yeah he's like i am safe because i am wealthy
0: and i have this super fancy security yeah. system that it looks intimidating and the look of it is enough
1: yeah right yeah it's just like how they they all like wish their neighbors like have a safe night yeah which is like a funny thing to wish if you're somebody who like agrees with the purge. Yeah. Because you should be wishing for violence. Yeah. You should be wishing for an unsafe night. But like they know that the purge isn't really for them or about them.
0: Yeah. But they're the ones who are probably going to get through purge. Which is like the safest. Which is
1: like not how the purge according to the propaganda is supposed to be functioning. You know what I mean? Like it feels very like not to get a cab right now in a movie that specifically does not have police, like specifically That's the cops true. are there's not. A no presence. law enforcement. They are not allowed to go out and be cops. Law
0: enforcement in the entire franchise is yeah, pretty because lax.
1: Yeah, the police they all shut down. The, yeah, there's no
0: emergency services. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but it it reminds me of how some people talk about like the police system, mm-hmm. how it's like. It's meant to defend everyone, but like most often it doesn't, or like it cares more about like property than it does about people. Yeah, pr- and, definitely
0: profit over people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah. This, in and, this world. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, I'm talking about in our world, like in our, our world, how people yeah. will talk about the police that way sometimes and they'll talk about how like the system's broken and yeah. we need to like f- fix the police system. Whereas other people will say, no, actually, it's functioning exactly, exactly as, as how as it, it was intended. intended to function. I yeah. feel that way about the purge. Yeah. Where it's like, is this a broken system not functioning how it's supposed to be functioning yeah. or is it functioning? exactly as it was intended or do you just buy all the propaganda and assume it is actually working right yeah it's not a bug it's a feature yeah yeah yeah. it's like it feel i feel very that way about the purge and i think there's like a dissonance where james sort of knows that in the back of his mind that things are functioning how they are meant to be functioning and even though it's not what the propaganda says is supposed to be happening yeah and
0: he is in the lucky few who is actually greatly benefiting from the system functioning the way it's supposed to be functioning
1: Yeah, yeah the polite leader even has that line where he's like your home tells me you're good folk yep. like us. Yeah, he he call he refers to them all as the haves. Yes, versus the, the have, have nots. Have yep. And then he talks about like I see your blue flowers. Yep. I know you support the purge. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, yeah, James and Mary are like complicit in the purge yeah. as much as they want to say that they like don't aren't
0: or or don't feel the need to quote unquote celebrate the night.
1: Right. Yeah. And then of course when James does have the oppor- opportunity mm-hmm. question mark to celebrate question mark the night Mm -hmm. he like takes to it really quickly he does yeah Yeah. he kills a lot of people i know (laughs) yeah and i was just sort of like oh it's almost like maybe um like circumstances could bring this level of violence out of anybody so like the way to stop violence in our society is to eliminate those circumstances instead of making a whole night devoted to creating those circumstances but i don't know i don't run the country (laughs)
0: yeah right um i'm not a member of the nffa yeah um so james really early on in the movie like i feel this with all of the characters like some of their dialogue like so much of their dialogue is just like such a rich text
1: yeah like
0: one of of james's first lines is Traffic is worse than last year, mm-hmm. and then that kind of made me wonder what is traffic like on Purge Night?
1: Yeah, because people are trying to get to their safe spots because they
0: work. James was at work.
1: Yeah, Charlie went to school. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, we see them still in their school uniforms. Oh
0: yeah, Zoe's in her school uniform, which is like that is honestly of all of the like ridiculousness of the concept of this film. Zoe staying in her Catholic schoolgirl uniform for more than two minutes after she gets home. I'm not buying it.
1: I used to think that way. Yeah. Until I started tutoring Catholic private school kids. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I went over, it's been like hours since they got out of school. And they're still in in their their fucking uniforms. I don't know what that fucking is. Huh? It's fucking wild. Yeah. So I don't know. I used to think that too when I saw her. I was like, this is unnecessary. We just want a girl in a school uniform. Gross. But like, I don't know yeah some girls be that way some girls
0: okay well i can also like imagine just being lazy yeah but like and like not wanting to
1: dirty more clothes sure
0: but yeah like the minute i get home my work clothes are off yeah i don't know
1: but we're not 15 year old girls anymore yeah i'm
0: an adult yeah,
1: yeah so. So anyway
0: know. um right so that was such a, it's so interesting to me like traffic is worse than last year yeah you know and it's like huh you work in an industry that only exists because the purge exists like what do you feel is like the reason why traffic is worse yeah say more on that maybe
1: maybe connect some dots here. yeah no yeah yeah, mary has that line too where she's like what happened to us and it's like uh maybe this thing called the perch yeah maybe the perch happened to us maybe the perch creates violence in people yeah maybe that's like it's not a release for like existing violence it's like creating violence more violence yeah Maybe. Um, and we already talked about this. He gets an
0: award for selling the most... What he gets an award for and a bonus, a monetary bonus, mm-hmm. is selling the most upgraded security system. So it's not new security systems, yeah. the upgrades, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you got you to gotta upgrade, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence. And- you know, kind of Though thing. Though I also think probably... As Purge progresses, and actually, as we see this in the movie, the wild shit people get up into on Purge night progresses. Yes. Like, I imagine the first couple of purges, nobody had fucking tanks. No. Yeah. And then suddenly, they're starting to get tanks. You got to upgrade that exactly. shit. Well, you yeah, got to be flamethrower That's the
0: thing, is, like, when the purgers show up at their door, yeah, and, like, those purgers have more money than them, so, like, yeah. what you need in your security system is enough to combat whatever the biggest offense mechanisms are going to be right right you need to you know
1: but of course they think and i think all the neighbors think and i think this is part of why they're so upset about having spent all this money on their security systems they think they don't actually really need their security systems because they think violence like that doesn't happen in our neighborhood we don't need to worry about that kind of thing in our neighborhood
0: and, like, again, what is this economy? What an astoundingly profitable industry that is less than a decade old Yeah, for the United States economy for, again,
1: 12 hours. I know. For an entire year. But to be fair, you can use a security system all year, but you shouldn't need it because crime is down. Crime because crime is down. Because we purged it out. Yeah. Yeah, I do wonder mm-hmm. about that. Do you think they lock their door any other day of the year? God, I hope. I don't know. Crime is down. Why would you need to? Why would, and
0: they live in that neighborhood. Why would they need to? Yeah. yeah I don't hmm. know. Hmm. Um, I also, you you had mentioned this already. Another thing that James says that really like gets me is the term going hunting.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, what are you hunting? That's different people? than. people. Yeah. That's <laughs> different than like purging our, like purging our aggressions. Yeah. Like that's, that makes it sound more like a game yeah. in the way that rich people who go hunting it's more of a game for them than it is like something people who hunt for yeah food like yeah. that's not what it is yeah it's a game
0: um so can i ask you does james like basically admit that his their top of the line yes. security systems are basically for show <laughs>
1: <laughs> well he says they're 99 percent accurate yes i mean effective effective yeah which i mean fair yeah you can't i mean you can't plan for everything, everything yeah I th- I think that's a fair point. Yeah. And I think he must have some faith in them if he has his family protected by them, but I also sure. think he feels like he's protected by being in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. I think it is just more bougie bullshit. And
0: that I think he even says like the optics of it, like seeing Yeah, he does. A he mentions that it looks like really good enough
1: to keep people away. People aren't going to And that's like so much of like deterring like actual theft. Yeah. It's just sort of like is it? Does it look like it'll take too long? Does it look kind of difficult? Yeah. If it's just sitting there and you can just take it. You're Are all there like
0: CCTV cameras around? Yeah. Do they
1: even work? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many CCTV cameras yeah. in like our real world who yeah. that like just don't actually work. Yeah. But they just deter theft because... Or like erase the, the footage. Yeah. Very rapidly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's because, yeah, it's the... Op- it's just, yeah, it's deterrent. Yeah. But it's not actually doing anything because yeah i don't think he thinks he really has to worry about it yeah
0: well because, and then you know when mary is asking him like okay so like are we okay and he was like well it works 90 like 99 of the time like nothing's 100 percent effective and like these crazy rich kids probably have access to something that can take down the yeah, security cause system because we like, never we expect were not expecting this yeah, yeah
1: we weren't expecting crazy rich kids to target us Exactly. On well, Purge night when everything is legal. And yeah. And the only reason be pur- they're
0: being targeted is because their son Charlie yeah. did the right thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> right. Which to them is like the wrong the thing. The wrong but thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's. Well, and then I think, I mean, we've mentioned because it, it's, it's so obvious that there is absolutely like a racial and racist element yeah. to the Purge. Right. And, and yeah. so we see this with James because the bloody stranger they let in is a black man. Yeah. And it seems like he doesn't really agree agree with like what is obviously the racist undertones of what the polite leader is saying. Yeah. But again, like with the purge in general, like he just benefits too much. He's complicit in the system because he's one of the few who benefits from it and his family does. So like while he might not necessarily agree.
1: He's not going to do anything to change it, it. Yeah, I could see him not doing anything to, like, necessarily go out of his way to, like, support, yeah. you know, the, like, he's not going to go out hunting yeah. or whatever, but he's not going to do anything to stop it. And then
0: when push comes to shove and the polite leader is like, it's either him or your family.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, well,
0: okay, then I'll go get him, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: fucking polite leader. I love him so much. <sighs> um Yeah, and then, yeah, Mary, just in general, seems to just have some nervous energy the entire time, and I really love her role in the end of this film. Yeah. Yeah, like, she's just, she's just fucking, she's sick of it. She's had enough. Yeah. And she's like, I swear to fucking God, like, we are going to sit in silence for the remainder of this evening, (laughs) right? And it's just like, man, you know, if there were, you know, more women in positions of power, maybe... We would all be like, okay, we're just gonna. I, I mean, we're gonna simmer down.
1: I don't know because she was going against another woman who seemed to be in charge of their neighborhood. That's true. Yeah, targeting to have them. Some clout in the and we yeah. know that the purge was started by Marissa Tomei. So this sister well, she's so she, maybe not white woman. But kind of
0: <laughs> not really though. Yeah,
1: she. Yeah, she was actually surprised by the results.
0: Yeah, and uh-huh. then she gets murdered by the NFSA. Yeah, oh but- my gosh!
1: Spoilers for the entire <laughs> franchise.
0: Um, good stuff.
1: Should we talk about how? Charlie does seem to be a traumatized child. I think I'd like to talk about Charlie and then Zoe.
0: What stood out to me immediately when we are introduced to Charlie is that he is literally
1: seeing the
0: world through a screen. Yeah. When we meet
1: him.
0: Like he's he's in his little safe spot in his little corner.
1: Oh, I want to talk about that safe spot. Yeah.
0: And he's got this little robot. Yeah. To like
1: go be in the world with that. Yeah. World
0: for him. But yeah.
1: So that he can feel safe, but yeah. still a part of the world. Yeah.
0: But again, he's got the glasses on that are literally screens. Yeah. So it's like he's he's only seeing his yeah. world through a screen when yeah. we meet him. Yeah.
1: And I love the shots we get of his little hideout. Do, did you catch all of those like drawings that he has no he has some like one that just sort of says the purge and kind of like bloody drippy Mm -hmm. writing and then there's like a knife and then there's someone curled up on the ground who's like either dead or just like afraid or something yeah and i just feel like these are all the sort of signs that we're like told to look out for in children right because it's like a sign that maybe a child's being abused or something Right. Which just says to me that the purge is abuse. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I do wonder, we can talk about this when we talk
0: about purge law, is like, what is what are the rules for children during the purge? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so, I think this yeah.
1: the series as a whole yeah. goes back and forth on that. Yeah. But definitely in this one, at least, children are free game.
0: Yeah, because he is also, him and Zoe are kind of members of this first generation growing up yeah with the purge as just like a part of their lives right yeah
1: and like what do you do as a child growing up who maybe had the first couple of years with a different idea about morals yeah, and then suddenly you're being told by your parents yeah the people who are like supposed to be primarily teaching you your morals yeah. or whatever that they're murderers or like that they aren't murderers but they're supposed to be and yeah. they're not doing it and like they're telling you it's good but they're not doing it like how do you live with that dissonance i guess Which really brings me to that story he wrote for his English class. Tell us about the story he writes for his English class. Um, He says, in English, I wrote a story about a man whose love is so powerful it can kill people. So he cuts out his own heart. To which Mary says, that's so sweet. And like, Mary, no. Mary, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he has this society that's telling him this night where we are going to like tear each other apart is for the good of us all. And it's like a really good thing. Yeah. Like, it's so... Like yeah, your love is so strong that it's necessary to kill people, mm-hmm. or like I'm killing people, and so I need to purge myself of that by cutting out my heart by killing myself. Killing myself or like, yeah. how do you? I don't. He gets. He's just getting so many mixed messages. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he's he's how old is he supposed to be? Like twelve? Yeah, something like yeah. that.
0: Oh my gosh, that poor and just his way of yeah, constructing it yeah. as
1: this guy whose love is so powerful that it kills people, right? Because Rather that's than what hate. Yeah, because that's what he sees the purge, or at least that's what the propaganda is trying to tell the world that the purge is. But he still can't quite reconcile himself to that. So he's like, so instead of killing people, I'm going to cut out my own heart. I'm going to like self annihilate instead of participating in it, which is just a really interesting take for him to have.
0: And then do you remember what Zoe says? Yes. Yes. Very interesting response from a teenage girl. Yes. Um, Because she says, why doesn't he cut off his penis? Yeah. Right. And then, and then of course, mom and dad are like, hey, you no know, talking about penises but at the dinner table. Yeah. And that, ooh, that, there's a lot right there. That's yeah. a lot.
1: Right. No, because yeah. it tells us right away that, well, sexual violence is still something that exists in this world. If yeah. that's where she is like locating love. Yeah. yeah. And violence. Yeah. Right. That it's mm-hmm. killing people. Yeah. Like, so it's interesting that as the, a series the series like almost completely avoids sexual violence but like we still get hints of like oh it's happening because otherwise this girl would not be reacting to the story in that way and
0: we and we do see female characters being threatened with sexual violence but they always get out of it yeah time
1: and just like the same t- time with the kids Where we're not really sure We can like see kids get threatened But we never actually see kids get hurt Yeah Or even hear well, about kids getting hurt in The perch.
0: I mean just in general in like horror films yeah. ki- Kids are still a bit of a taboo Yeah You know And um, I could
1: see yeah. a, f- a film like this Wanting to focus on their political message And the schlocky violence stuff And not really get into like the sexual violence
0: Right because again that's just a different the message The Christian nationalists are going to have this like puritanical vibe Yeah And so like James and Mary are like oh no let's not talk about penises at the dinner table like james yeah. and mary penises are anatomy yeah but, like literally half of the global population has yeah
1: and if your what daughter you and if your daughter is feeling a way yeah we like she sees penises as a threat let's talk let's unpack that let's unpack it yeah and let's unpack your son's story more yeah because they just, they don't even realize how many mixed messages they're sending him, I don't think. No. My favorite image for that is when they have him holding the flashlight so they can see to tie up the bloody stranger, yeah. but they're telling him to not look at it. Yeah. And it's like, you want him You're to show him, him the, shine light the light on light. him, but you don't want him to look at it. Yeah. Like, how is he supposed to? And then the, <laughs> there's
0: another really interesting aspect of that scene. I think it's the same scene. Yeah. Where The hole
1: where they're kind of torturing the bloody stranger. Yeah.
0: They're like beating him up and... Mary is doing it.
1: Yeah, she gets into it because I think James is sort of holding him down.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And James is like, yeah, Mary, keep doing it. And Charlie is like, Mom, stop. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't listen to Charlie.
1: No. She listens to James. Even though she clearly doesn't want to be doing it and clearly thinks it's wrong. Yeah,
0: she continues to do it. She doesn't.
1: Yeah, and so now these kids are watching their parents torture this person. And I wonder how much they feel responsible for it, too. Mm -hmm. And to some extent, because Charlie is the one who let the bloody stranger and started this in. thing and the reason why he reaches this point is because zoe gets held hostage briefly by the bloody stranger You're right yeah which is just you know i'm just going to say another example of a white woman's you know vulnerability getting used to justify violence against a black man but yeah. you know whatever um but yeah i don't know i just feel like they must feel some amount of guilt for it and they could still be like stop and like their parent mm. and Mary like wants to feel that guilt, but can push it away. Yeah. And James is just like, nah, not man. Until finally he does. And I'm not really sure what makes James change his mind about it. I mean,
0: maybe it's like a multitude of factors. I mean, yeah, There's it's just like everything a, his... that goes down. Over Charlie the of that clearly evening.
1: isn't down with it. Yeah. His wife says he isn't. she isn't down with it. And yeah. then Zoe kind of comes to the person that he's kind of maybe most doing this violence for because she was the one who was threatened and like yeah. knocked unconscious. Yeah. She comes to and she's like, nothing is ever going to be okay again. Yeah. This is never something that we're going to get over. Yeah. And that seems to maybe be his turning point. Yeah. When he loses her too. Right.
0: Well, and then there's also the initial violence with her boyfriend, Henry, that Zoe and James are yeah. wrapped up into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should we get into Zoe? No, I want to say one more thing about Charlie. Okay. He... Makes a mention because he talks about a story he re- he wrote, right, yeah. you know, but he also says, because like they're, they're around the dinner table talking about their day like it's any other fucking night, yeah. you know, and which is wild. One thing Charlie says is they talked about the history of the night in school and I'm just like, what history do they teach yeah. about the, the history of purge night? in I mean, your school charlie
1: i imagine they teach there was so much poverty yes, yeah, it was so crime, bad the yeah. crime was so high we had to go to war so much yeah ah and then the new founding fathers of america arrived
0: right. right i have a feeling it's probably something like that
1: yeah and i wouldn't be surprised even if marissa tomei from the first purge gets a write-up as like a martyr, or like yes. something like, yeah. oh, she had this brilliant idea and was taken from us too soon, and oh, if only she could see her legacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and shit like that, something like that, yeah.
0: God, um, yeah, that's probably what it looks like, you know. And it's just, it's so interesting as
1: because you got to start that propaganda. Yeah,
0: you got to start it early. That you got to get him early.
1: That is something I wonder about Charlie because I was like, I cannot imagine a world where he doesn't grow up being very like anti-purge. And like maybe even an anti-Purge activist because we know that those exist in later films. A Purge detractor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, he's only like, what? Yeah. 10, 12, whatever. Yeah. He's got so many more years of propaganda ahead of him. Yeah. Like.
0: And, you know, like America is so good at radicalizing white boys. Yeah. You know, like. That it makes
1: you really wonder about him. And like now he's experienced this trauma on Purge night. Is he going to think the way to resolve that is by going out to Purge? Because we see that later with other white boys in this series. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's just interesting because, you know, I've like I've taught history classes before and like the like eternal struggle of teaching history is like, you know, whose history are we teaching? Right. You know? Right. And like, are we getting multiple perspectives? Are we, you know, are we viewing it through a lens of like moral relativism, you know? Um, and so, yeah, when it when he says that, I'm like, oh, I would love to know just, what you learned at school. Let me about just sit purge right in. Yeah, yeah, That would
1: have been a great little cold open for the TV series. Yeah. Like what a moment in like? school. Yeah. yeah. That would have been so good. Um, OK, I'm ready to talk about taken something. from us too soon. That TV series <laughs> was it <laughs> It had moments. It had a rough start. It had purge law. <laughs> it did have it did have a
0: good purge law. It did have some very good moments. The season two was significantly better than season one. It just had horrible
1: biphobia. Uh, oh, my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. um, let's talk about Zoe. <sighs> just immediately. How does she meet Henry? I and how questions. much
0: older is Henry supposed to be
1: than her? Okay. So I have so many problems you, with their relationship. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even know where to begin. But yeah, I don't know how much older we're supposed to think he is. And I don't actually know how young we're supposed to think she is. I was thinking of her as, like, 15 or 16. Yeah, I was, yeah. And if he's, yeah. like, 18, it's very possible that they went to the same school. Yeah, that maybe Like, he when I was 15, I dated, you know, when I was a sophomore, I dated a senior. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, that could be possible. But at the same time, like, the way he talks, the fact that her dad is so, mm, the fact that, he, I mean, he could have been in a school uniform, and then we would have known that they were, like, he was, like, maybe just 18, and she yeah, was 15, yeah, yeah. and, like, that would have been not... But of course, we're in California and they don't have Romeo and Juliet laws, So even that still would have been illegal, uh-huh. which makes you wonder again about crime rates being down. Like, are yeah. they crowning that crime? Or are they counting?
0: Yeah. You know? And just like, what is she doing with this guy?
1: I know. Well, because yeah, he has that line where he's like, "I'm gonna," yeah, he's like, "gonna confront her father," yeah. and he's gonna say, "I'm gonna explain." Sure, I may be older, but you're also very mature. Yeah. So boy age math. difference is not a problem. boy math. Yes, which, it is the classic thing that they say. You're it, so mature, which
0: is a term I I learned like a week and a half ago. Boy <laughs> math. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're mature for your age, so it's not actually that big of a right. deal. But and it's like, but no, well, actually, also, it is
1: technically criminal. But well, no. like,
0: and also because e- after they've shut down, and she's like, oh alone in her room listening to music right and then henry shows up and he's like i just want to talk to your dad it's like zoe i know you're young but like you have to know he's there to shoot
1: your dad i i don't there's so many things about all of their scenes together that are just like the biggest red flags like even if this wasn't a horror film yeah like the fact that she's like you can't be here right now and his response is aren't you happy to see me no like that's a bad dynamic yeah it's a boundary yeah he on purge night decides to scare her by covering her, you know, coming up behind and like yeah. doing that cute little like, who is it? thing on nope. parched her? No. Nope. <laughs> like, and the fact that like he hid in their home while they yes. locked down. While they were having their dinner and he was just like hiding in there? Yeah. And like he doesn't listen to her no. at all. No. He's like, she's like, I don't actually want you to confront my dad. I don't want you to talk about this. That's not what it I want to It will make it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, nah, it's cool. It's cool. I yeah. got this. And it's like, dude, at least ask your girlfriend before you go to try to murder her father. Right. Like, well, where is the chivalry? Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and immediately it's like, Henry, what did you think was going to happen after you shot Zoe's dad? I know. He's not thinking it through. Did you just think that like you that everything would be great and you and Zoe could be together forever and you I could mean, like continue to push her boundaries?
1: We'll probably talk about this more later when we talk about the polite leader. But like. Mm it's such a white boy entitlement thing where well, yeah. he specifically is like talking about her dad he says he cannot forbid you from seeing me. yes like like he just assumes that he is in the right yeah that it, it is his right to be able to date zoe yeah and so of course after he kills her dad that's their obstacle it's gone yeah. everything will, be, everything will be fine
0: and that is how he's he's a member of this generation too where like that is how you solve your problems yeah, you shoot the people who annoy you and on then, Purge Night,
1: and then once Purge Night's over, everything's great. Have a good evening. See you later. Yeah, see you at the potluck. You yeah. know, we see shit like that all the time. But like, he's just so controlling in their relationship, um, in a way that makes me oh totally. my god. The and I'm where, happy he dies. I'm so happy he dies. Does I wish. I wish die? Zoe got to kill him. But hold on, uh, many things. Um
0: does James kill Henry? He shoots him and he bleeds out and, he and, bleeds Zoe's out and dies from those injuries. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's our understanding. So Zoe I think. We don't
1: really see him die. Right. No, we don't. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird but thing. I, I think we're meant to think that Zoe is with him when he dies. Yeah. Because we're, we're just meant
0: to see him and Zoe go away and yeah. not be yeah. in the area anymore. Yeah. Uh, Because we need to like lose Zoe so that she can be found with a bloody stranger, right? Yeah. Um another really big criticism that like I understand. It's like horror movie logic. It's like stay
1: together. But I I know that it's Purge Night. Yeah. But at this point, Zoe has not been informed that there is somebody inside their house. She 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 has every reason to believe that her dad's security system from his company where he works. Is protecting them. So the only thing she needs to worry about is like what just happened with her boyfriend and her, and her yeah. dad, which is like enough for a teenage girl to have to deal with. Yeah. So why wouldn't she run away? You know, I don't think think that is unlogical in the way that, you know, horror movies sometimes people are unlogical. I think that is a perfectly reasonable response for a woman to have. Yeah. A girl to have to that situation.
0: So I'm also upset that she doesn't get to kill Henry
1: but she does does kill the polite leader. And I love that for her. I love it for her too. Because like, it's not enough that she's like, a 16-year-old girl in America, which is already really bad, yeah. and she's living in the purge, and, like, her boyfriend's dead, because her dad killed him, because yeah. he tried to, like, she's yeah. been through so much, she got held hostage, yeah. but that is, like, and the polite leader needs to say creepy things about her picture. Yeah, and, <laughs>
0: and like, like, and says, like, save her for like, me. Like,
1: like, yeah. Has
0: she not been through enough? Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> I know everybody's having a bad purge, but, like, come on. Again,
0: it's just, like... It- you know, it just continues to feed the idea that, like, she is, like, constantly under threat of sexual assault.
1: I know. No wonder she yeah. made that response yeah. to Charlie's story. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of
0: course. So that is a nice little, like, vindication for Zoe as a character. Like, I know. she gets to take down this polite leader who, like, who is the main villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the main antagonist. I, I know that the neighbors are antagonists as well. Yeah. But, like, I mean, it's really. But they're kind of like leader. a twist
1: antagonist at the end.
0: Right. I did think about that with you uh think about you and like our talk of twist
1: endings. oh yeah yeah
0: what what episode was that i don't remember uh
1: sleepaway camp sleepaway
0: camp yeah yeah the twist endings um how we kind of have like we we kind of have two twists in this movie we
1: definitely have the neighbors
0: the neighbors is a twist and then the the bloody stranger coming back at the end i think is also a bit of a twist because i forgot about him Oh, did you? Yeah, I kind of forgot about him. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, the
1: bloody stranger. I actually misremembered from my last time viewing this, yeah. where I was like, oh, yeah, and then they team up with the bloody stranger and take care of all of the uh, polite leader and all of his people. Yeah, But no, the bloody yeah. stranger is just gone for he's, all of that. He's
0: gone. He's hiding for most yeah. of it, which I get.
1: I know. Yeah, he does not so need to do anything. the bloody
0: stranger, or, sorry, um, once the polite leader's already dead, then the, then na- the neighbors come, right, and then it's the bloody stranger who, like, so he helps, just, yeah. helps get things under control enough for Mary to be like, enough! Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sit down. We are
0: done. And shut up until 7am. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is what she wanted to
1: do since the beginning. Just yeah. have a nice quiet perch night. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> like the bougie woman she is. It's what she deserves. <laughs> are we ready to talk about the polite leader? Do <laughs> you want to know? Yeah. Should we just get into the polite okay. leader?
0: So, I just need to, like, full disclosure immediately. I find, so this actor's name, his name is reese wakefield and the fact is is that like that man is very attractive he's
1: very your type i will say that he's
0: crazy cute and like he has a very charming and disarming smile he
1: does have that
0: yes and he he does seem to like know how to talk how to hold a polite conversation yes and like if that man like came up to me at like a party or some like function that we were both at and he started to engage me in conversation and he smiled
1: that smile oh yeah probably my defenses would be down that's so funny yeah because I feel exactly the opposite wow yeah but you know I don't like men as much as you do yeah but (laughs) but beyond that no there were just so many honestly even just his smile Was such a red flag for me. It's also... It's creepy. Yeah. Exactly. No, in his way of talking... There's so many things. There's so many moments in his speech where I'm like, oh, buddy.
0: No, no, no. He's saying awful things
1: no not even just that not the awful yeah. things he's saying okay this one this is like so petty of me yeah. but this made me hate him more than any of the violence he committed Wow. which is when he says send out he or well, that, that will, will be, be the and yeah. like i get it he's going for the rhyme making yeah. it a fancy that is not how grammar works okay like yeah. like he is a subject pronoun and you really wanted like more of an object pronoun you wanted like send out him like no it's like it's like it was just such a moment where it became so clear to me that like all of these trappings of like elite privilege yeah. private school yeah. big college whatever yeah. is like such bullshit total bullshit yeah like he's trying so like too hard to be this fancy lad yeah and he's not it's like fake it's like such a facade. It's all a facade. It's, it's so fragile. Yeah. Like, because he sounded so stupid in that... He sounded so stupid and he had no idea because he thought the fact that he can say shit like the... Yeah. The... Yeah. Makes him better than other the, people. Yeah. And actually, no, it makes him so fucking stupid. <laughs> That's exactly. That's how I feel about the white so, <laughs> Totally. Within the
0: context of this polite leader... Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Uh, totally unset... The smile is very unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, like, I could just imagine... In like, un, like in this world in which there's a purge yeah. on like a another day of the year, yeah. running into this man and having like his you know probably really charming because no, he's still going to be
1: using words like guys and the and condone and like nah man yeah and, and <laughs> you think you're so much better than people and I hate you and talking about
0: like what he says is like in re- reference to the bloody stranger talking with James is like was his life worth yours yeah. And it's like,
1: yeah, polite leader, yeah, yeah, well, it's not yeah no, I mean, for me, it's not even the things he say, because, of course those are bad because he's a villain, yeah, he's and like that's and yeah. he's like the symbol of purge, yeah, but just like the fucking way he talks just fucking irks me.
0: but and also, <laughs> I really, I haven't mentioned this yet. I love that his character is the polite leader, he I know, get a name, no, same with the bloody stranger, yeah, he gets a name I like later. That. Oh, he does? In later
1: movies. Oh, okay. He's Dante... Dante Bishop?
0: Oh, oh, the Bloody Stranger. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because he... That character comes back. Yeah. yeah but the So Blight he does. Leader... But
1: the Blight Leader never gets a fucking yeah. name. And he doesn't need one. He
0: doesn't need one. Yeah, I love it. And, like, what an amazing villain. Yeah. Like,
1: what a, what a like, visually striking... I love a villain who is just, yeah. you know, a rich white guy.
0: Yeah, because... A rich I young mean, white
1: man. Like, yeah. That's what villains look that's like. That's
0: what villains look like.
1: Yeah. I also... Can we talk about the mask thing?
0: Yeah, let's talk about the mask. I mean,
1: already there's like, masks are such an important thing in Purge, which is like this funny, again, this sort of dissonant thing of like, purging is supposed to be this good, important valued thing, but like we need to wear masks to do it. And like disguise ourselves. And it's like, yeah, are we like trying to separate ourselves? Like this is my dark alter ego and then I can go out the rest of the year or like, are they hiding themselves so that people won't know that they did it? Right, but then like the polite leaders' mask specifically—is it just his face? It's
0: just his face. Like what? Like I think it's and because everyone's wearing the same mask. I was so confused. I I think it's literally just his face.
1: Or look, I wasn't sure if they were all wearing their old. face. I don't know. They all all just looked like white people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It just like. It was, it's such an odd choice to make. Yeah. It's such a like, I mean, I guess if it is all his face, it's such a cult leader move to totally, make. Totally. But yeah. like, but yeah, this thing of like, I want to be seen, but I don't want to be seen. Yeah. But you can see me. but And I'm like, is yeah. it because, I mean, A, it's creepy. It's like scare tactic. Yeah. Definitely. But it also like hides any hesitation that you might have or like any moment when he lets his polite leader mask slip. Yeah. Like that moment where um he gets so upset because one of his fellow college kids is yeah. rude. Yeah. And he yells a little head. bit yeah. and he fucking shoots him because like we don't condone. Like it's yeah. like it's that I excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty community meme, or it's like I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at being rude <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. our social equals kind of equals. Yeah. Yeah. Um much more
0: equal than the bloody stranger. Yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um totally and he you does saw, say yeah, yeah. I have this is what he says, like when he's introducing himself to the Sandins, yeah. right? And he's like, what is he, he does use like such fucking flowery I poetic God, language like we are a group of
1: fine yet, educated, yes. fine, fine yeah, guys yeah, and, and girls. girls. Yes, And
0: he says that they are dressed up in this is the quote their most terrifying guises. Yes. And they're whole oh they're dressed up. In, like, prep school uniforms.
1: Yeah, they've got, like, their nice blazer with their little college crest on it. So what does
0: that tell us about Uh, what is terrifying in this world? Yeah. Right? Highly educated white people.
1: Yeah, because they're the people who are purging. (laughs) They're the ones who are purging. They're not the victims. And it's just, like... Yeah. Also, though back to the gender roles thing absolutely why are the girls just wearing like it looks like kind of like matching white tunic dresses because i
0: think they're supposed it's interesting that you did you said cult leader because like they are supposed to give a manson vibe right they're giving manson girl vibe like they're so and that's not i'm that's not my original thought many people have said this right and i yeah. just
1: yeah the the like gender dynamics there are so weird in a way that i don't quite understand it's because it's also like they don't the other a lot of the college guys get like guns and stuff and the girls don't even get guns they, they have, have like, like machetes yeah and like an yeah. axe yeah. so it's like where's the gender equality and murder Come right on. Of, of a gun I
0: why don't this they was have america like
1: why can't they be highly educated in their nice blazers yeah. or like and like even skirts but like no they are wearing these like yeah these culty manson girl dress it's weird yeah
0: and they are acting in like very like Manson-y
1: ways. Oh, like, they're fucking! I actually they're frolicking and dancing. Yeah, yeah. They're like play acting, yeah. slitting their own throats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also actually kind of love their do, them doing the like cheap lesbian makeup thing with the masks. <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, that's pretty okay, good. that's, that's it. it's. But it's also this kind of like I don't know. It felt kind of like this like meta awareness moment where yeah. like. They know that they're they're putting on a show for the Sandons inside, yeah, you know, like they're gonna do all of the like exploitation film schlocky shit that they're gonna they're gonna have the lesbian make out they're gonna do all the sharpening weapons and stuff because they know they're performing yeah because it's a game to them purge is a game for them and
0: they're like and they're waiting because they're like okay with what we have right now we cannot penetrate the security system but we have reinforcements yeah and they will be here
1: so So you have until then so we're just gonna enjoy ourselves and like enjoy purge night because we don't need to fear Right. Anything because we're not the people who need to be afraid on purge night. Yeah. And it's really actually kind of funny how honestly sort of easily James gets to just like take them basically all down. James yeah. almost single. I mean, the neighbors come in and like save the day at the end. But James is doing and a pretty Zoe
0: gets the polite. Leader, yeah. But, but James is like by my count, actually, wasn't I wasn't keeping count, but he
1: kills at least three purgers. Yeah. If not more. Which is like a lot for a, a, a random lot. person. Yeah. You know, in <laughs> but, one day. Yeah. And I just sort of was like on the one hand, I was like, damn, James, you were ready to commit some violence. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I was like, these kids probably never imagine a world where people would fight back against them. Yeah. They yep. probably didn't do anything to prepare for this. Nope. They just never. I mean, there's the guy who's just sort of like following around watching Mary and has had multiple opportunities to just fucking shoot her dead. And, she, and, and he, he just it. doesn't because that's not what they're do, here to yeah. do. Because they're not afraid of anything. No. Which, what a world.
0: And I almost wonder if they they really, truly don't necessarily want to hurt the Sandons.
1: Yeah. But will. Right. Yeah. I think that's true. I think. Yeah. Because they are the same social order. Yeah. Yeah
0: kind of that's the thing is right like, I do
1: think they are they're above
0: wealthy. and I think that that's what's happening with the with the neighbors too like yeah. they're up the neighbors are upset because the sandons have made all this money they're quote, unquote, off yeah of them right yeah. and now the sandons are now in a higher e- yeah. socioeconomic class maybe closer to being equal with them yeah. and they're just like oh no 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 You're still below me. Yeah. I'm still, I, I'm higher up on the socioeconomic hierarchy. Yeah. And how dare you even consider trying to move up the socioeconomic Mm -hmm. hierarchy past me, you know? And I think that's happening with the purgers and the polite leader as well. Yeah. It's like, you're closer to my equal and like, obviously everything that the polite leader is saying is like this dog whistle of the fact that the bloody stranger is black.
1: Oh, I know. I just, uh, yeah, I had to write down some of the things because like, yeah, he talks about him being a dirty homeless pig. Yes.
0: He calls him a dirty pig a few
1: times. Yeah, he calls him a grotesque menace. Yes. He says that he had the audacity to fight back and killed one of our O's when we were attempting to execute him. Yeah. Of course, they get to execute this man. But when he fights back, that's like killing. It's a murder. Yeah, And it's the pig doesn't know his place. Yes. He needs to be taught a lesson. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, so you can commit murder, but when this homeless um, black man kills somebody in defense, like, suddenly this isn't purge night anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but, he specifically says that, like, so we can purge as we are entitled. Right. And I, I, I noticed that
0: it's like, it, it kind of goes with, like... To what extent do our main characters in this film really, like, buy in to the ideology of the Purge? And I feel the same way for the Purgers. Like, do they really feel like the Sandons are denying them their divinely given right to Purge? Yeah. Is this really akin to a religious experience for them? Like, are they doing this again like as a religious experience or are they just like entitled little brats like you don't know, think they can do whatever they want i think you know what especially if they put it under the guise of it's my divine right to purge well as an american
1: how i got it because you have to think about so if this is like maybe the fifth ish purge that means that they spent the early the first few purges were when they were in college so like they are growing up like they're I, what I'm getting at is like, they kind of just reek of like the Leopold and Loeb thing of like right. the Ubermensch of like, how could they not think that they are and the most specialist little boys who can get away with murder. Yeah. When like society is telling them that they are the most specialist little boys who can get away with murder.
0: Exactly. I like, they are being fed the stream of propaganda. Yeah. They probably have family members in the NFFA party. Right. You want to think about it that way. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. And
0: so they're, they've got this steady stream of propaganda that the purge and the NFFA is like rooted in Christianity and that the purge is inherently a religious experience. So whether yeah, they
1: actually believe it or not, they don't really give a fuck. No, but I think what they do believe is that they are inti- they are in- I think they do believe that they are entitled to purge because they are better than everybody yeah. else. Yeah. I think that is absolutely like just cuz I mean it's the idea you would think the idea of purge but as we keep getting at like it's supposed to be this sort of night of anarchy. Right. right. Where like all. Hence which the title of the in film. an odd way it should encourage a sort of equality or at least like a survival of the strongest. Yeah. But like that's not what happens. It's the people with the most societal power. Yeah. The people. The haves. Yeah. Who really get to be the victors on Purge Night. And so it's like it no longer is about purging your own aggression. It's about putting others quote unquote in their place. Because they're what yeah. they're really doing is they're. Just like the neighbors are, they're trying to ensure the hierarchy of mm-hmm. their society. Mm-hmm. So it's not like grand anarchy, debauchery or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like it's all a fucking scam, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> to
0: keep the system in place and working as it's meant to work.
1: And I yeah. think I think the polite leader and his people are bought in on that and believe that that is right and good, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because, yeah, yeah, he has all the things that's like, you know, don't force. Yeah. They say we don't want to kill our own. Yeah. Like that's not their goal. Right. But, but like we can and we will because it's our right.
0: But like what do they mean by our own? Do they mean like white people white or people? do they mean I rich think people? I that's what they mean. I think
1: they mean white I people. I think white people and rich people are the same thing to them. Right. Like poor people and people of color are the same thing, Yeah. Right? I don't know. I mean. Mm, yeah. I don't know how much they've, uh, you know, examined their own thoughts about that. Probably <laughs> but not. But they are lot. all white. They are. Interestingly, yeah, with the neighbors little. who are slightly lower, slightly they're, lower, they have some
0: there's a little bit of of, of yeah. diversity. Yeah. There's yeah. like an Asian man
1: and a yeah. black woman. Yeah. That's what we get. Yeah. Right,
0: and there's actually something about The Bloody Stranger that we haven't mentioned yet, and I'm going to be honest, I don't actually think I caught it in my first watch, or maybe even first couple watches, that The Bloody Stranger is supposed to be, he's
1: wearing dog tags. I know! He's a vet. He fought for our country, right. America! And so it's,
0: it, that's a really interesting little twist on, you know, the polite leader calling him, a, like, a, a dirty pig. Yeah. And, like, like a, a scourge on society, and I was like, he's a fucking vet, dude. Yeah, like... That means nothing, though. No, I think again, like there is just the inherent racism in the system that, like, I, I don't. It, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, you know. I mean, Whereas, I think like, in our world, in this version of the United States, being a vet does buy you some clout I feel
1: sometimes, sometimes I mean but at the same time like the way that we treat our vets and like
0: right and the rate of homelessness uh, among yeah and like mental yeah.
1: health and like yeah. health in general like yeah. you know and it's like it's always like you fight for your country and then what does your country do for you exactly yeah. and like well that varies it depends on how much you already had and mm-hmm. how much your country cares about you <laughs> yeah. you know and, but yeah it is like you would think in this like very America first sort of mindset that we have in the purge that we would uphold our veterans yeah
0: and that there would maybe be better systems in place for
1: but at the same time part of the purge is that like we don't do war anymore we dealt with war though i wonder about that because they they list that as one of the problems that was in society before the purge okay which implies to me that war isn't a thing anymore but i could see in a world like the purge there being a lot of war because you need to go spread american goodness everywhere so i don't know we just don't know really what the system is there
0: yeah right and the bloody stranger has very little dialogue no he's he's absent for most of this movie there's
1: one thing where one of the i think the some of the other college kids they're in the credits they're all called freaks oh yeah uh-huh yeah so one of the female freaks says no one will miss him when he's gone uh, uh-huh. and like you don't know that but the movie really does make you kind of believe it yeah i mean he was with somebody when they got attacked because they That's killed one right. of them and then he fought back yes so maybe he has people in his life we don't really know yeah he doesn't say much we don't really know we only know that he's a vet because we see his dog the dog tags yeah and you know we don't get a name for him like we also don't even know if he's homeless yeah we're just going off of what the polite leader says yeah, i mean I don't it's not trust him I would hope if you had a home on Purge that you would... You'd be able to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if he isn't homeless, then something bad happened, yeah. you know? But like, I don't know. Yeah, he is so interesting. And he is the first one to say that like, I don't want to die and I don't deserve this. Yeah. And why won't anybody help me? Yeah. Which is such a like fundamentally opposed view yeah. of how a society should function i guess
0: and then and then the polite leader says to james is his life was his life worth yours yeah and it's just like well that's like a fundamental like moral understanding of the value of a life yeah like all
1: like, lives all yeah. lives matter
0: <laughs> <laughs> kidding Right, like, uh, somebody, like, depending from, like, the polite leader, yes, there is, like, a hierarchical... Yeah,
1: some people's lives matter more than... more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then, like, for other people, and while we understand and, like, we live in a society where there are, like, social hierarchies, we kind of understand at the end of the day, like, humans are just humans. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) we are, like, what's... Is that, like, part of a Maya Angelou poem? Like, we are more alike than we are unalike. Yeah. And, like, our lives are equal right you
1: know yeah yeah and it's just wild that the only people to actually say hey yeah they don't deserve to die is this person who we're being told is like the lowest member of our society yeah, and a child who we're supposed to told is like just doesn't understand doesn't know enough, yeah. you know like yeah. these are the people who are getting ignored you know because our purge system it doesn't really think about how this is going to help the people who are being killed it only cares about how it's helping the people who are already in power yeah It doesn't think about what would be good for those sort of people. And those sort of people are... it
0: doesn't matter because they're there to die for the purge.
1: Yeah. And I do think it's so well... I I think it's a real well done in this movie. How they set it up so that we have... Like, you're talking about it being a home invasion film? Yeah. Yeah. So we're set up with this, like, unknown black man. Mm -hmm. Who's, like, this lurking possibility of violence... Mm -hmm. Even though at that point, the only people we've actually seen commit violence are like the white people. Yeah. Like it's it's Henry who shot at, you know, his girlfriend's dad and yeah. stuff.
0: And, and and the bloody stranger is like yelling, asking for help.
1: Yeah. And it's like when he is in the house, he doesn't really he still doesn't really have any power to do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Like he has to hold somebody hostage to do anything. Yeah. And he doesn't want to. He just wants to be left alone. Yeah. He can be safe. Yeah. He the only reason like he would have just ha- hit out in Charlie's safe spot probably until Purge was over. Yeah. If Zoe wasn't in there. But like he can't do that, and it's just so. So it's like we have this this black man, this stranger, yeah, yeah, yeah. who only has the power to lurk and be scary, but he doesn't actually have the power to do anything. Yeah, and I just think it's really he's astute.
0: actually one of the bigger victims, yeah, of a thing like the perch,
1: and of course he doesn't actually really care about the rules of purge night. Whenever yeah. he's talking about like, this is what happens on purge. This yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. what happens. So, like, on I don't purge. give you a Because it's like every night for him is probably a purge night. Really? Maybe. yeah. In a way. Because yeah. like if he is living on the streets, he's not safe. Yeah. And also any crime that he commits will not be forgiven. Probably even on purge night to a certain extent, because he'll have people coming after him constantly right. forever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, why shouldn't he hold a child hostage? He's, defending himself in the same way he has to do every fucking day of his life yeah you
0: know and he is also like even when he gets in the house like he's not safe in the house like the Sandins have been threatened yeah and so james is like well it is it's him or us then
1: like i'll go get him you know just to go back to the plight leader for just one second Mm -hmm. just because i think it's relevant he has this one line he has where it's just sort of like It's not what he means, but he says that they are ready to violate, annihilate, and cleanse our souls. And it's just sort of like, I know it's not what he means, but it makes it sound like he's trying to annihilate his soul. Oh. You know? We're ready to violate, violate, annihilate, and and cleanse cleanse our souls. So all three of those things for us. That's not how he means it. He means those as separate things, but his sentence structure is bad because he's actually not very smart. (laughs) Um, No. No, but um, and I think that is just sort of like, yeah, that's what purge is. We have these people who are bought into the purge and they are annihilating their quote unquote souls. They're not being moral. Yeah. They're thinking that this kid helping somebody who's in danger is like a bad thing to do yeah. and wrong and that this guy does deserve to die. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are like not buying into the purge are the people who are like doing the right things.
0: <laughs> and it, I mean, like, it's again, the issue of race, Like, the fact that he's black is, like, what's making him a a huge aspect of what's making him a target for these purgers, right? Again, like, uh, what's a life worth? Was his life worth yours? And I think that's part
1: of what you're getting at with how James sort of, like, maybe wouldn't say it, but will buy into it, where he has this thing where he talks to the bloody stranger and he's like, we didn't do anything to you. We don't deserve this. Yeah. Without having any sort of thought about, like, oh, but the bloody stranger he not does the exact same thing and also then is it like oh so then what you're doing to the college kids by like denying them their right to yeah. purge this is you like it's okay for them then to come in and purge you because they're following the purge rules yeah. when they're on a night when there are supposed to be no rules like yeah and the stranger is straight up like i don't deserve this I don't deserve either deserve this. yeah And James doesn't really listen to that. He's just like, well, you're going to die tonight. So either you die like a man and walk outside there by yourself or Uh. you can die like a coward and get my wife and children killed (sighs) along with you. And it's like, why, James, do you think it is considered like brave for this man to go accept his death? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be brave for him to fight back against it? Yeah. Like, what? What about that? They could fight together. They got guns. And like, why is it brave then for you and your family to fight back, but not him? Like, what's what's the difference here, James? Yeah. What's the difference between you and him? Tell me that. I can
0: see one yeah pretty big difference
1: yeah maybe even two pretty big ones i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: james Uh, but that's the other thing is that like james kind of being like the main protagonist kind of yeah he's like barely likable oh yeah i know he's kind of a dick yeah you know and like we meet the family, and like we we build the relationship, and like we feel for them, mm-hmm. you know. But like James is kind of an asshole.
1: Yeah, you know. I think that's something that they do better with later in the series. Mm-hmm.
0: Is just having more... protagonists, yeah, mm.
1: and people who we can root for a little bit more, and people who are like more staunchly against the purge. We right. see more of that.
0: Well, absolutely, but I, I think... and then
1: we also see more people going out to purge because. They have somebody specific that they want to oh, kill, yeah, they got some, which is also unites. fun, but a different yeah. thing. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. And I think, like, the point of this first movie is to, like, ask those questions about morality. Yeah. Right. You know, that is its goal. And have less than likable characters. Yeah. It's fine. It's OK to not like every, you know, yeah, no, not oh, yeah. like your protagonist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. But it does. But it is also
0: think the main antagonist is like super cute. I yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that's something that's really cool about the series. And even though other people might not agree with me, right, is that it does it just there's just so many opportunities for so many stories and so many like moral quandaries to think about that are so relevant to our society as it is, where you have like all that entitlement stuff coming from all these rich white people and like. The idea that some people have the right to purge and others don't. Well, some people have a right to home and others don't. Yeah. You know, like it's just like there's so many connections that you can make. And
0: some people can afford like tens of thousands of dollars worth of a security system. Yeah. And some people and it's can- yeah.
1: Yeah, and, like, rich people law is different than poor yeah. people law, and, yeah. like, white people law is different than black people law, yeah. and it's like, that's true on perch too, on a night when there's supposed to be yeah. no laws, and <laughs> somehow these rules still apply. And
0: that is something that's true in the version of the United States that we live in.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Should we just talk about how everybody's wrong about this movie? Right.
0: So, yeah. So, um, here's the thing. This film, just this film, I haven't looked at the rest of the franchise, yeah. has a rotten... Tomatoes critic score of forty percent <laughs> and an audience score of thirty six percent.
1: Damn, that's low. It's low. That's lower than I thought it would it's be. Really, and low. I knew it was low. It's low.
0: But here is the
1: thing: the
0: box office tells us a different story. On mm. opening weekend, The Purge tops the box office. Mm. They come in first in the box office on its opening weekend. Opening day, the movie makes sixteen point eight million. Opening weekend. 34 million overall domestically within the United States, 64.5 million Mm. internationally, almost 25 million. Okay, so like over 91 million grossed worldwide yeah from this film do you know what the production budget was for this film i i know it was really
1: low because really they're all low. in just one house the whole time yeah
0: <laughs> it was three million dollars damn they made bank they did, made some bank right and yeah so the production budget is low because they're in the house honestly a big chunk of that was probably just like getting ethan Hawke and lena Heaty. <laughs> yeah actually honestly,
1: yeah um like it was certainly considered a success
0: Very much so. Certainly a financial success, which is literally all it takes to make a sequel. And not just... If it makes enough money, they'll greenlight a sequel.
1: And not only did this movie get a sequel, it got like... It's got a franchise. It's got like so many sequels. And it got those really quickly. Yeah. Plus two seasons of a TV show that nobody, even fans of the series, seem to like that much. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but... It's my understanding, and box office isn't something I normally pay attention to. I know. This was I, n- new for numbers me. Numbers mean nothing to me. Exactly. Um, it's my understanding that, like, yeah, this they got a really low budget. They made a ton of money off of it, right? And so – and the, that box office numbers is overwhelmingly what – Indicates whether a movie gets a sequel. Yeah. Or, or what happens yeah. with the IP after that. Yeah. Um, so it's just so interesting because it made a shit ton of money. So and obviously people not, are seeing it. People are seeing it and yet not really
1: seeming to enjoy it
0: or at least What's critically... Interesting-
1: I was seeing this thing about how they had a hard time getting it out there originally. And it like, yeah, it premiered somewhere else before. Like a festival. Yeah. Yeah. um, Because they had some test audiences Mm -hmm. who, um, I I was just reading this thing from James DeMonico talking about it. Mm -hmm. The test audiences, I don't have it in front of me right now. So this is, might be a bad paraphrase. Yeah. But the idea was that basically there were a lot of people who didn't like it because they thought people in America wouldn't like it because it was kind of like too heavy handed with its political message sure. like it would yeah. be too much yeah but it did well with people of color okay. who saw it they liked it yeah. they picked up the message yeah and there was also a subset of people who watched it and thought this perch thing sounds like a good idea yeah also that yeah 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 that group of fans yeah um I was what was I looking
0: up something about the Oh I was looking up the the script for the public service announcement. Oh yeah yeah. Like they you know how like when you google something it's like people also search yeah. for and they're like is the purge real? <laughs> what states is the purge legal in? And I'm like oh god I cannot believe people are googling this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um so which kind of leads me to believe that like maybe a function that movies like the purge serve is just kind of like brainless junk food, you know, like media junk food. Like we, we want to, I want to see like this movie where all crime is legal for one night out of the year, you know. Um, But then even though people are wanting to consume this and they are, they're going to the theater, it's making all this money. um, Like at the end of it, they're just like, eh, not very good, you know. So, I don't know. I think, yeah, there's just, like, some need for, like, the the junk food. And I also all, think, though, you know?
1: just think, like, a a junk food take on this movie is, like, the most boring way to watch it. If yeah. I was just watching it for the violence, I would be pretty bored. Especially Ex- with the first one. And later ones, they hamp up the violence. They really do. So, yeah. maybe, you know. So But, I, yeah, I do wonder how much it's, like, kind of people misunderstanding, or not misunderstanding, but not... I don't know. You continue. You have yeah. more
0: thoughts. So uh, that's what the, what I, one of the thoughts I had was like, I think the reason why people insist that this franchise is stupid is because like they are not analyzing it with a Marxist lens. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I love you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, get Marxist with it. And then it's
1: real fun. And then it's
0: fascinating. It's yeah. a rich text, right? So the, crit- like, this is off of Rotten Tomatoes. The main critic response is like, Half social allegory, half home invasion thriller, The Purge attempts to make an intelligent point, but ultimately devolves into numbing violence and tired cliches. So that's kind of interesting. It's like, oh, it's like trying to make an intelligent point, but it devolves into numbing violence and tired cliches. And like, that's I'm, part of the point. And that's all. That is part of the point. And I also don't necessarily find because I watch a lot of violent films. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily find this Purge movie to be that violent god no especially when we compare it compare it to movies later in the franchise
1: yeah but also just other horror movies oh yeah it's not that violent and also though i think that's such a key part of its message is that the purge encourages violence in everyone it is not something that like cleanses people of violence by getting it all out these are people who would not be committing violence otherwise but now they are because of the purge Like, that's
0: a whole part of the message. That's the whole part of the message. So even though The Purge was, like, by box office measures, a commercial success, it's still not really a critical success. And And
1: I feel like it's not really a popular success, (laughs) despite the fact that it is in box. Right. Critics and
0: audiences all kind of have a lot to say. It's mostly uh, revolving around a quote-unquote illogical premise.
1: That I just... Okay. I want to say one thing about that.
0: I want to say several things okay, about that. Well, I, I also have some more critic responses. Okay. So um, on io9, Charlie Jane Anders describes The Purge as a clunky and implausible
1: political screed in movie form. Mm. I don't know what that means. Screed? Just sort of like a long, going on sort mm. of talk, speech, writing, something like that. It's, literally it's like a monologue.
0: A, it's literally a 90-minute movie.
1: Yeah. The Tri-City Herald...
0: Gary Wilcott says he describes the movie as almost the dumbest movie in <laughs> history my recommendation is purge the purge from your weekend movie plans that
1: wasn't even clever do better come on Gary Gary
0: yeah um, <laughs> Rex Reed from the Observer says let me tell you uh, let's see how you feel about the cleverness of this Okay. DeMonico clearly hopes to make a significant moral statement on the level on the level of Shirley Jackson's literary masterpiece the Lottery alas his aims at political conservatives who support the gun lobby falls flat before he can pull the trigger oh see what he did
1: there see what what rex did there yeah
0: um
1: that's funny he thought of the lottery i thought of well i'll get to my thought okay
0: uh from real views james dereradinelli says when critics bemoan the dumbing down of movies they are talking about stuff like the purge
1: like it's too obvious or too something? Too
0: obvious? Yeah. I don't know. And then someone named Neil Young <laughs> from The Hollywood Reporter said gimmicky chiller lacks the robustness and distinction needed to support its social commentary ambitions. Wow.
1: Well, so I have... Several sequels say otherwise. I have some rebuttals. Well, Sounds I, like you do too. Only just about the idea of like... I just think when they talk about it being unrealistic, they're like fundamentally misunderstanding it. Yes. Yes.
0: Because like, they're not analyzing it with a Marxist lens. Because they want to
1: talk about how, like, the purge can never work in the real world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it doesn't work in the movie The Purge either. Yeah. Like, it isn't functioning as the propaganda is saying. Yeah. It is functioning. It's not how the people in power want everyone to believe. Yeah. Like... And like, yeah, most people in the purge world itself do not want to be enacting that level of violence, but are pushed into it by the propaganda and the circumstances they are in. Like, I think people want to read it as, like, they said the lottery. I thought of, like, Those Who Walk Away from Omelas by Le Guin, where it's like this utopia with one horrid secret or whatever. Right. Yeah. But that's not what it is because it's not a utopia. This movie isn't saying that the purge is, like, functioning. Like, I don't, like... It's a failing... This movie is showing us a failing society that is, like, falling apart and it's using bread in circuses with, like, an emphasis on a circus that fucking kills people so that they don't have to have as much bread for people. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. Well done. Yeah, so the idea that it's, like, unrealistic is, like, that, like, this wouldn't happen how it's supposed to happen is, like... Duh. It's not. Yeah. It's not happening how it's supposed to happen. Like, that's the point of the movie. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm, I'm also, like, I just take umbrage with the criticism of a quote-unquote illogical premise it's like yes okay girl then i guess it's called the fiction the matrix star wars yeah barbie have illogical yeah. premises it's called fucking fiction yeah <laughs> and it's like yes if you do think about the logistics of this world that the purge lives in if yeah. you think about it too hard it does start to fall apart in does, various places it's a thing that doesn't actually work yeah so does harry potter yeah like again it's it's fiction it's literally fiction. yeah they didn't think out
1: and that's i think part of what makes this a fun movie to sort of play around in is because you can think about all those little places and all those other things and the implications of it yeah like we have fun doing that right so that's part of why we love this movie is to think about all those other implications of the things that they haven't really thought out because the movie only has 90 minutes exactly And it gets it
0: done in 90 minutes. And so other movies take note of how much you can get done in 90 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what also gets me is that, like, you know, a a lot of the critic response is like, oh, it's trying to do this, Mm -hmm. but falls short. And it's like, first of all, it's one movie. Yeah. And, like, we're establishing this world for future, for the franchise, right? Mm -hmm. And, like... That's the point. Like, it's so funny because they're like, uh, you know, the critic response is also like, oh, it's a little heavy handed. It's a little obvious. But like, but then also they're like, oh, but it.
1: Doesn't get, also, across, doesn't get its message across. It doesn't get
0: its message across. Like, okay, well, which is it, man? Yeah. Because, like, what I really like, especially with a movie like The Purge, where it's, like, the first in this franchise, they're putting us, like, just dropping us in the middle of this world, and it's up to us and the audience to, like, figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And, like, and those unanswered questions, then we can think in our own brains and fill in the blanks ourselves. Yeah. Which then makes it a more effective story.
1: Yeah. And I think that is why people, people who do enjoy The Purge or like the interesting thing about The Purge is that there are a lot of people who are like, oh, Purge is like one of your favorite series. That's weird. You know, but they're also like, uh, oh, those movies
0: are so bad. But they're also
1: so ready to be like, but what would you do on Purge night? Right. That's always one of the first questions. They like, because like it is fun to think about because it's like a
0: little thought experiment. It's
1: a thought experiment. And that was like kind of the idea of the movie is to be this thought experiment and to make some thoughts, you know, and to make some points about our American society as it exists you know and as it could exist <laughs> yeah and it's fun it is fun like not
0: everything needs to be like I don't know what's like a super like artsy fartsy movie I don't know
1: I mean even just in horror not everything needs to be like Midsommar yeah not
0: everything needs to be Midsommar yeah yeah sometimes I mean like look at Friday the 13th there's like 10 of them yeah you know yeah, so that's kinda again, like goes with what I think is happening with the box office office success yeah. of at least the first one. Is like people there is a a demand for this kind of media. Like yeah. we want to see some like random shit in like this dystopian alternate dimension of the United States. Yeah. And and then we like it's almost kind of like a purge. Like I want to experience this. But then pretend like, oh, it was stupid. Oh, it tried to do this but failed. Yeah. When, no, actually, I think the movie's incredibly successful in yeah. what it's actually trying to do. Yeah.
1: No, I think it sets out to do something and it does So it.
0: all of those critics I just named... You're wrong, but it's funny because some of some of these reviews are like from 2013. Yeah, like when the movie came out, and so it's just like you know maybe those cri- like maybe those critics I named like maybe they've changed their mind. I don't know. Who
1: knows? Anyway, or maybe they haven't given the purge a single other
0: thought. Yeah, or haven't watched it again since. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're missing out.
1: Yeah, because it's a fun world to just sort of dip your toes into. Yeah, and splash around and have some fun, especially when it comes to the law purge law purge (laughs) law purge law um I, i mean i think we've talked about how cabin in the woods was sort of like the inspiration for this podcast yes however however purge law but also purge law was yeah. also a driving thing because there were so many times when I would just randomly like we hadn't even watched purge recently, but I would just text Erica like purge law. What's going on with this? Yeah, <laughs> I just
0: realized what about this situation? <laughs> yeah. um, So when you say purge law, what do you mean? Just so that You've, we're
1: very clear. OK, so, yeah, I think this is what we're doing instead of a game to end out yeah, our yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, purge law is just sort of like in a world where we have this night where no law where everything is legal. Yeah. The law is everything is legal. And
0: there's also a
1: pause of emergency services, right? That can't actually be true. Yeah. Or like we see that it isn't actually true. Yes. Yeah. So what is the actual law around purge? Yeah. Are there purge lawyers to deal with the fact that sometimes people may be committed a crime? While the final siren was At going. At
0: yeah. one, Yeah. And like you need to be like, oh, a witness
1: saw this. Or
0: 6.59 p.m. before, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like my favorite purge law to think about is like, okay, well, what if I gave somebody like a poisoned muffin yeah. on purge night but they didn't get around to eating it until the next day Yeah, and then they fucking died yeah is that a convictable crime? am I going to jail yeah because I committed the crime on purge night yes but it happened so it's like oh what are the purge lawyers doing like that is my job in the purge world <laughs> I want to yeah. be a purge lawyer and
0: that's the thing is that there is probably a new section of law purge, law. purge law like if there's this huge new economy around guns and security systems yeah certainly law Yes. has to catch up with it. Because yeah,
1: what do you do about those crimes that have consequences that last beyond the night of purge yeah a wild somebody starts a wildfire
0: what if uh like again what's the rule about like kids are kids allowed to purge yeah and are you allowed to like
1: commit violent acts against minors oh and then my other question is like what do you do with all the fucking orphans that are being made by purge night because it does seem like some people whether or not you're allowed to purge kids it seems like a lot of people choose not to because they don't want to hurt kids right like that is just a thing that and people creating- don't want to do but that yeah because we see things yeah. where like whole families except for the kids get wiped yeah. out yeah and like, or, so what do you do with those orphans? Or kids kill their parents. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, well, probably what this world does is they take really crappy care of these orphans yeah. so that they can grow up to be next year's purge victims. Basically. Yeah.
0: yeah. This is, um, I wonder about kids. Absolutely. And then.
1: If- I think they've had a things, It's been like unclear in the TV series there have been some parts where it's like, kids are immune. Uh-huh. And it's like, are they actually, or are is that they- just sort of like an unofficial rule? Cause it's not in the opening little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like all crimes are legal. Yep. Only people exempt are the government officials of Rank- level
0: ranking 10 or above. Whatever the fuck yeah. that means.
1: Yeah. Um, which they never explain. No, they never really <laughs> do
0: explain. <laughs> uh, not even in election year when they're like, Hey, everybody's even, free Everybody, game. even r- yeah. a, a government officials ranking 10 or higher. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so yeah. And yeah. And I think they try to touch on it on the, kids and the tv series but they don't really well, explain it to me
0: satisfactorily. Cause again because they're doing that in order to hope that charlie Rowan will be murdered yeah so then she would be rank 10 or higher yeah. so basically like people running for president
1: but she, is it because she's a senator
0: or or a senator yeah so like so people in the government but then like, it's like in lawmaking within like yeah. the legislative branch but then it's like executive i guess i don't know
1: like the um the head of education are they exempt? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Could I kill Betsy DeVos? Yeah. I know she's not. Right, <laughs> the head of the Department of Ed anymore. But like, could I? You could know? you have? <laughs> could I have? Yeah. Um, um. Exactly. So yeah. But then, which which tells me that the the NFFA is holding that one rule in place in order to like avoid a coup. I uh,
1: that and also I think holding it in place because, I mean. If you wake up and your fucking head of transportation or whatever yeah. is fucking dead. Yeah. That's just going to create so many fucking problems in like the functioning of your society, yeah. and
0: like it's going to be a big fucking issue, which seems to be barely functioning anyway. As what as much yeah. as they say, yeah. yeah. And See,
1: I feel like all these questions we have, these purge law questions, yeah. that I so enjoy doing, yeah. are like part of the complaints. All those critics that we were talking yeah. about, like they're like, it's, I mean, it doesn't make sense, yeah. And it's like it's the part that I love. Yeah, is thinking about these things, like what is dental insurance like in the purge world? Yeah, people what? be losing teeth on purge night
0: yeah do you have purge insurance the, well purge insurance is a thing yeah we find that out in the second one and we understand that it's incredibly expensive yeah and like cost prohibitive for
1: most people, people of
0: color who own businesses yes right?
1: yeah. yes you're right we do because
0: honestly like when people have the what would you do on purge night like yeah i'd probably go steal some stuff
1: i mean my first response is always i'd die i'd probably be dead i would die yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, would, I don't know what else to tell you yeah dude i i would probably die i yeah. can't defend myself
0: <laughs> um, but like or in like a situation in which there is no if we think law prohibiting my behavior
1: I, yeah if we're thinking about the first purge where marissa tomei predicted that actually violent crime wouldn't be that high yeah because it probably wouldn't yeah it would be things like people having sex in the street, yeah. and having big ragers, and doing a lot of drugs, uh, drugs and robbing and ATMs Drinking in
0: public. Yeah, 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 yeah. robbing
1: the ATMs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, in that kind of world, like yeah, I'm gonna pirate some shit from the comfort of my home. You know? Yeah, I'd probably like go to like fuck Walmart. I'd like go yeah. to
0: Walmart and just like take get some stuff fucking I food.
1: Yeah. yeah, I could have all my toilet paper needs met for the whole year exactly. on, purge night. on purge night. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So like. Here's my big question, though, about purge law is like, how can this system of the purge sustain itself for more than a a decade or two, Mm -hmm. right? Because eventually, wouldn't we run out of poor people? Well. Or does this economy keep creating more poor and vulnerable people some way, right? I think so. If crime is legal, are people released from prison?
1: That is one of my questions, yeah. Purge law, could someone break out of
0: prison? Or could, like, a CO help prisoners leave prison? Yeah.
1: That would be so a good thing to do on Purge law. Would night. that be allowable? Yeah. Just yeah. fucking open up all the doors. I mean, but also we're supposed to think that there aren't a lot of people in prison because crime rates are so fucking low. I'm not buying which it. Which I don't buy it yeah, all. Yeah, I can... If, if, yeah. If prisons are empty, it's because they're executing people.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I could totally see this world where like our political system is run by the new founding fathers yeah. party. Right. I could totally see that government keeping huge populations in prison all year to keep the crime rate artificially low because yes. anything the rest of the year you're going to prison. Right. Yeah. And then letting them out. Yes. To wreak havoc on purge night. In an attempt to make the purge look more successful than it actually
1: Which is. Which is something we explicitly know they do in yeah. the first purge. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're not, they're not doing it with letting people out of prison. They're doing it with, like, paid mercenaries.
1: Well, that... And they let people out of prison. Because Skeletor oh. is... I don't think he was in
0: prison. I thought he was... Oh, was
1: he recently released from prison? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they definitely interview him while he's still in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's true. Okay. Because yeah. they want violent people on the streets. Exactly yeah, but also, most of the people in our prisons are not violent offenders. This is
0: true. yeah. so
1: you would you let out the people who are in our prisons right now.
0: But if you put them like in purge world, yeah, if you put them in prison and like, God knows what those prisons are like, oh, yeah. again, with the steady stream of propaganda, yeah, the, like, you know, feeding violent tendencies, yeah, then, yeah, maybe you release some prisoners on purge night. and I mean, There is an uptick in in violence.
1: We talk about like releasing prisoners as something you could like freeing prisoners as something you could do on Purge Night. I could also see a lot of people going to prison specifically to kill prisoners Mm. on Purge Night as Mm. like a righteous purging. Right. Of the worst people of our society. Maybe. Yeah. I could see prisoners being another highly targeted group of people. Yeah.
0: This is like the train of thought this movie produces for yes. us. Yes. And, and like, it's fascinating. And like what we were talking about yesterday off mic, we're like, what I'm noticing is like people say, making all the same points I want to make about The Purge, but instead of being like, yeah, yeah. they're like, mm, whatever. Yeah. It's not that good. Like, no, we think the exact same thing. Yeah. But I think it's a positive and you find it neutral or negative. Yeah. Know?
1: Do you want to know my big purge law question that came oh, up when absolutely. I was watching this time? Yeah. It came once again from that newscaster over the credits, which yeah. I just really got into this time, where mm-hmm. um, he says they are turning people away from emergencies rooms in Brownsville as there is simply no more room. And he's mm-hmm. talking about how it's such a successful purge night and yes. stuff. But it's like, OK, so there's all these people who have been hurt on purge night and need to get into the hospitals and they can't because they're too busy. How is that not criminal? Like if people are dying after purge night ended. Yeah. And therefore, laws against murder are in fact.
0: Unless like,
1: emergency services are privately owned now. That is a question. Right. And it's, yeah, I just sort of like wonder if you like survive up until the siren sounds and yeah. then you succumb to your wounds. Yeah. Can that, your attacker be charged with murder? To say nothing of the institutional violence of a lack of adequate health care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is that, you know, and it is. I don't know. They want to say that this is like a dumbing down of the movie or being too heavy handed with this message. Uh But yeah, the idea of talking about like healthcare in our society and how it isn't equal i don't know i think that's a cool thing to explore in a horror movie yeah and to do it
0: six you guys and to do it just
1: sort of subtly in the credits as just sort of like this is also an element to think about yeah Uh uh-huh like i just think that james DeMonaco and everybody else involved in this film were thinking about it a lot and did a lot of cool kind of more a lot of heavy-handed things honestly yeah but a lot of more subtle things too and it's just like fucking cool you guys it's It's fucking cool
0: Here's our here's our thesis that we've spent the last two and a half hours talking about. This is a good movie, <laughs> yes, and, and it's, a good franchise more generally, yes.
1: Because this is honestly probably the worst of the franchise, though I did enjoy it a lot more this time I around really than I ever did had enjoy before. It. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, maybe I like this one a lot. You know actually. what? Because
0: I got I haven't said this yet. I just so thoroughly enjoy Ethan Hawke. He's a good actor, and he does really well in this movie. And he's also in another really great horror movie, Sinister. He does a great mm. job in that, too.
1: And I also love his cameo in the TV show. He, oh, that
0: was so good. It was what a really clever. It yeah. was great. Yeah. yeah,
1: I loved it. And I love Lena Hadey, and I think she's really great in this. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's why Purge is great, and you're all wrong, so fucking uh, deal with it. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. No to tell be you. Just be look at it with a Marxist lens so there you go I don't know (laughs) Um, (laughs) and this has been Deep Thoughts Shallow Plots
0: yeah uh, up next month it's December Woo. Um, so we're gonna be watching the classic 1974 version of Black Christmas
1: you can follow us on Instagram at Deep Thoughts Shallow Plots all spelled out
0: as always thanks to Matt our sound guy Matt yes he
1: went through it he really struggled but we got it all together he persevered (laughs) yep And until next time, don't forget, we're going
0: to play the rest of this night out in motherfucking peace. Does anyone have a problem with that?